myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Friday, January the 20th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up as you walk in the door, subscribing so you can join us in chat. Plenty to get to. And five-star review, wherever you're hearing us, please and thank you. Quad box again, I fear. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good, feeling good. It's uh, not every day that an NFL player uh, offers $300 for some pussy and gets turned down. We'll get to that. Inflation's <laughs> really crazy, but we'll get to that. Uh, the McMahon's in the house. How we feeling, McMahon? I'm exhausted. I'm out of breath. I barely got back in time. I was, I did a bit in the clink last night. I tried to hand my associate uh, Perk 30 and several blunts in the middle of a courtroom, and somehow they saw me. I still don't know how that happened, but happy to be here uh, nevertheless. Is that illegal these days, Jam Packer? Uh, how are we feeling, Packer? I don't know, but Scoob and Cole are coming with two news stories that I am completely oblivious of. So I'm excited to dive into those, whatever that happens. I'm doing uh, fantastic. Uh, it's a fantastic Friday. Have I ever mentioned how good a boss we have in uh, in Rudman? Uh, just a, a stand-up guy. Um, many people are God saying... God is fine. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I, he's right I, behind I, you, isn't he? Uh. Uh, no, but my new PlayStation 5 is. Uh, and so... The Rudd man came through. He had enough of chat bullied him. And so uh downloaded, got the PS5 all set up, downloaded FIFA, installed FIFA. It was a very long process. Mm-hmm. But um Scoob, my ultimate team will be taking down your ultimate team uh shortly and prepare for that. And there are gonna be online streams. The Brighton Gulls are taking down whatever squad you put out there, whatever eleven you put out there, the gulls are coming for you, baby. Let's go, Brighton. What? I like the energy, Jam. More cocaine jam is what I say. Tim, I will... I will be- <laughs> the ball. I What's will, this? I will bury you on FIFA. If we ever play, I would bury you, first of all. I would bury you. I got to, div- no- I got to Division 4 last night, sir, and everyone told me I made a mistake getting that high, and I'm never going to win a game again. But um, I don't even know what that means, Scoob, but I'm bring it. It's not if we play, it's when we play, brother. And it's gonna be live on the YouTubes. Oh man, I'm pumped and jacked. Maybe it's because my uh my Celtics won a little basketball game last night, but I don't know. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Listen, I had every intention, I swear I did, to come in and start ball, and then I hear about this three hundred dollar pussy business. Scoob, I mean, I- can you can you fill us in? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I, I will. I will take the <laughs> take the plunge here. I will uh, inform everybody. Uh, apparently, there's a man named Dennis Daly uh, on the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Titans. Y- yes, totally, no, right. totally normal and real name, Dennis Daly, not made up. <laughs> Vrabel's crew. Uh, yeah, Vrabel, Vrabel's crew. That De- old Dennis. Uh, so I saw this morning. A woman put po- well. A man posted a, a screenshots from a woman's Instagram account where. He was offering $300 for her to link up, essentially. And we all know what link up means. Uh, yeah, he probably, business. Yeah. Uh, he probably, I don't need somebody to help him get a couch upstairs. I don't know what that stuff means. 
And she asked for 10 grand in return. And his response was, there's a chance I can get that from any girl, whether it's 300 or 10 grand. And then she said, agreed, but you're the one who sent me the message. Right. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, 300 is comical and disrespectful of an offer. And then he said, it's not disrespectful. There's people that would kill for that. It can be comical, but it's not disrespectful. What's disrespectful is asking for 10 grand. Has anyone ever gave you 10 grand to link? <laughs> and then she said, she say? no one who actually values themselves would link for $300. However, yes, there are people who would kill for that. You can gladly go pick one of them up to link with. I see them every night at the red light district in Nashville. And no, no one has ever paid me 10 grand to link up because I'm not a prostitute. I'm a dancer <laughs> and I'm better at my job than you are. Sack. Okay. She kind of cooked them Two. How you know where I find these respectable ladies? You know what I mean? How you, you seem to know an awful lot about it in the, the wage, the wages and what have you. And three, $300 now is what that cost? Plies told me it cost 100 must less than a decade ago. That's hundreds of percentages in inflation. Hey, if you want to you want to pay for quality, you want to pay for class, you got to pay a premium rate for a premium uh a premium P, they say. He He was basically saying he was he said it's not disrespectful. I've paid it. I know it's not disrespectful. <laughs> I've paid, I've paid it, and I'm trying to do it again. Don't don't uh, don't turn up my my uh, per diem cheeks fund money. That man ain't needing weeks for this. Uh, yeah, and then she she posted that I th I'm trying to yeah. Here's the other one. Here's the other one because it gives more of like a timeline. Um, yeah. So uh, this so she this was all after she left it in the hands of Titan's security director, and he said Dennis would not contact her again. And once she noticed the Titans didn't take it seriously, she started posting about it. So that's the only reason Valid. why she posted it. Would tell this man to offer me something more feasible? <laughs> Yeah, the, bricks. the Better Business Bureau needs to let, know that this guy is um, offering, not operate, not negotiating good faith. He's, wait, what, he said, man, you lame as fuck for not taking my $300 to have sex with me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> man, you can't find a good woman these days to take $300 to have sex with you via uh, Instagram DM, man. We used to be a proper country. Uh -huh. Is this what Vrabel got going on? In, is this what Tom Brady wants to walk into, man? I can't imagine, no. And now he's like, you suck at football and you can't buy pussy? Get, get me away from this team. One out of two. Uh, yeah, that's halfway yeah. to Jam's <laughs> PS5 money. <laughs> Wait, what's, he says you lame. Hey, what did he say in the rest of that message, Scoop? Can you make that out? Uh, yeah, you made a reel for me, but none of the other motherfuckers. You lame as fuck. LOL, I hope that make you feel better or make give you OnlyFans promo. So he was very mad bringing up OnlyFans. He's fans. upset, dude. Very mad, very mad person. You just spelling shit wrong. I hope die, hate, angry, <laughs> I lame AF. Uh, 
three hundred dollars. That's that's crazy. Because that doesn't even pay for her to like travel to you. You know, like that doesn't even. I, thought pay they, for I was that. assuming they was in the same city. Yeah, oh, it sounds they, like based yeah. off her knowledge of the Nashville red light district, which <laughs> if she could have been a little more specific for some people in the chat, but. Uh, yeah, 8th Street, 15th Street, <laughs> Uptown, yeah. Downtown. Yeah. We're, uh, we're uh, Swallowtown, is what the people are asking. <laughs> Miles Sanders is like, I know the exact coordinates. Yeah. Uh, Get my line. The geo guesser. Yeah, five yards. Um, <laughs> I was there yesterday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even remember where I started on this sentence. But, yeah, it sounds like they're in the same proximity. And also, again, she's not a... She didn't do that. She's a dancer. It's like, why? Well, you. He's like, he got some wrong information, man. He's like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were the type of woman I could offer $300 in an Instagram DM to have sex with. <laughs> that's my. That's on me. That's all he had. That's all Dennis had to say. Hand up. He didn't even try, like, uh, like I'm an NFL player. I'm charming. It's just like straight to like business transaction, three hundred dollars. I guess, I guess she did make an Instagram reel for him before, so maybe, maybe they had a prior business relationship. But uh, didn't even try to woo her. No charm. It was straight three hundred dollars. He knows. Yeah, he, he, Hi, I'm, I'm Dennis Daly. I'd like to buy some pussy for three hundred dollars. I gave up the most sex in the NFL this year. <laughs> would you like to come Man. over? Yeah, would you like to make my acquaintance for three hundred dollars? That's six Virgils. That's uh, not nearly yeah. enough. That's not <laughs> nearly enough. I'll, there was just no negotiation. It was like three hundred ten thousand. Honestly, that's the end of the conversation. Y'all are so far apart that. <laughs> You know they, gotta, what I mean? they have to go to arbitration. They bring in some uh, outside <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> What's uh, their price? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll hear. I'll need to see the precedent. Uh, what were the Roe v. Wade prices uh, in '89? I'll need to check the demographics. It's regional. Like I, have I have to sample this pussy and several others of various price <laughs> ranges to see where it falls. Uh, court will be adjourned until I get back from downtown Nashville. Uh. <laughs> No. It's like you, you go on, it's like, I would like to buy the uh, a Mercedes Benz new car. I have $300. <laughs> I said, they cost 100000 Okay. Okay. Fuck I you. Have yeah. Yeah, I have $300. <laughs> yeah, get them off our property. Do, <laughs> do we have more? So I think this is her Instagram uh, video that she okay. posted. What the, can you read it for school or cake? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, today's dumb DMs. Oh, oops. Uh, hold on. Uh, P.S. As this always, is a habit. <laughs> I will say it to the people who still don't get it. I don't sell ass. However, per usual. <laughs> <laughs> now she's spitting, let her talk. Per, however, per usual, y'all make some great DMs to repost. And then we'll play the video. <laughs> Uh, it's Titans, LT, Dennis Daly. Oh, he went vanishing mode too? Yes, yes. Oh, then he said, I don't know why it went vanishing mode. I don't know. Anyway, since we're here, I have $300. Would you like to have sex? <laughs> <laughs> the $300 offer, it remains uh, on the table. It remains an option for you, despite this conflict of negotiation. Burlap sack with a dollar sign on it emoji. I just asked if you wanted to talk, babe. About having sex with me for three hundred dollars. Uh, it's still in vanishing mode. He's like, I don't know why I did that, but 
What's he say there? He says, LOL, that's crazy as fuck. How was it? Probably I spelled something else. Then he said, I can give you $300. And he used, is it seven U's he typed? Seven U's? <laughs> he wants her to know what's going Like all You'll get 100% of the 300. <laughs> There's no middleman here, like downtown Nashville. So H. Moreno said, "This is how the Red Sox negotiate." Uh, <laughs> we have three hundred dollars, Mookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's it say, school? Uh, she says three hundred dollars. You were going to drop on blackjack and lose in about five minutes, and not remember it one bit. Uh, then he's, he's like, "He's like, I'm trying to. I'm literally trying to do that exact, <laughs> that exact thing, and you will not cooperate." Uh, <laughs> He said, LOL. Problem, lady. <laughs> uh, I'd never pay 10 grand to link with some, anyone. With that $300, I have a chance to win, though. Uh, then he, she said, LOL, with the girl that's going, that is going to link for $300, you have a chance to win something that comes with a rash and a prescription. That's right. And again, she's very well verbed. She's just a smart young lady. <sighs> Oh, and that's why he said there's a chance I can get that from any girl, whether it's three hundred or ten grand. Huh. wow. That is, uh, that is true. Also <laughs> true. Um, Great awareness course. there. Yeah, there's no uh, no money needs to transfer uh, transact for that to happen. No, it's free. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, so yeah, what you say or what he say after the sack? Uh, he said, LOL, anyone at a red light district isn't asking for $300, but okay, you funny. So he knows the prices. He of- said, I just left, man. <laughs> you can't get anything less than 375 over there. It's bull. Gentrification. And then he said, you a dancer and I'm in the league. I get paid more than you and doing better than you in life. You want to bring oh, up bad. the season because I don't want to pay you 10 grand. You lame as hell. I had a bad year, and I'd still take that over your life, LOL. He's so bad, man. He's... I was 42nd out of 45 on PFF, but uh, I do have $300. <laughs> you could have it if you, if you was acting right. What did she say back? She said, big mad now, huh? He said, uh, not even a little bit. I'm really winning in life. Humble yep. yourself. Yep. Yep. The man trying to pay $300 for pussy is winning. That's right failing he tried and he failed uh but outside that he's cooking now this guy's furious there's it's a book good lord oh but tear the black man down now we really getting to the the (laughs) nitty-gritty we're not we (laughs) what else do we say Uh, not (laughs) once did i disrespect you or call out your name but tear the black man down shit sad as fuck uh we disagreed and can be adults and move on but you want to take shit too far and try to tear a motherfucker down shit sad as fuck on king weekend (laughs) on king weekend you 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 jezebel (laughs) it's close to february you hussy how dare you march is international (laughs) women's month man i was trying to give you people some commerce Uh, start (laughs) i was gonna give you an llc in your name (laughs) yeah i was gonna give you two more jobs but now you blew it. Uh, uh, she wh- said, bro, you slid in my DMs. I don't even follow you. There's there's a respectful way and then one where you were just taking shots. 
I'm just a dancer and you are doing better than life in me. Go enjoy Vegas. And if you looked at my page for longer than a day, you would see I call out every stupid motherfucker sliding into my DMs. So yeah, I'm petty as fuck when someone degrades me. You also, you would also see I tell every one of them 10K because no one would pay that. And it makes for great conversation. <laughs> so he was in Vegas. He, he's, they, they are in Nashville. He was in Vegas trying to do this, it sounds like. Yeah, no, no, Vanessa got it. Uh, he said the civil rights were violated. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is going to the Supreme, Supreme Court, lady. Yeah, HIPAA. <laughs> he said, I, I, I start offering 10K to break the ice. Hey, I'm Dennis Daly. I'd like to have sex with you for $10,000. <laughs> no, but seriously. $300. Yeah, 300 would, uh... <laughs> but, Which I do like that he did, like, no research whatsoever. He didn't even scroll her Instagram page to see that she does this regularly. So his go-to move, without thinking, is just, like, $300. Oh, $300. This has worked before, 1,000%. 100%. He's like, damn, the 300 usually get him going. Uh, 10K gets him laughing. 300 gets him going. And now this is going to... Uh, the Supreme Court, right? My, I just can't get my head around $300. Like, that seems so low to me. Like, I, even, I, if I'm... It, like, at least two grand. Like, if, if you're going through all this... School said he ain't selling pussy for less than two bags. Uh, <laughs> I mean... I mean <laughs> if an NFL player is DMing me... You, like, if I see NFL team in your bio and you on the field in there, there should be a fee for you to even message me. Like even even to get the message through. Who said this pussy ain't free, but it's reasonably priced. Whatever happened to two people just meeting up and having a nice conversation over a, a a beverage? You know why do we have to bring currency into this? I agree. Make it legal. Uh, I don't think we'd have these. I think we'd have these issues. Oh, <laughs> I seem to know the price, Deke. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not the one who flies out. I'm the one who gets flown out, buddy. So you better come correct. <laughs> You better come Get correct. Him. Get him. Who said this first class dick? Scoop's not jumping on FaceTime for less than a thousand dollars. That's right. A box of bobs. Yeah, that's, what <laughs> <it is. laughs> that's just Amazon wish list, just uh, different quantities of bobs. <laughs> you can buy me a pack of 24, 48, 64. <laughs> You can buy me the factory if you're a real uh, big stepper. <laughs> this school, I mean, you missed to get flown out. What, what tips would you give Dennis? I mean, you got to be casual about it. You just got to, you just got to be like, you just got to be like, hey, you want to hang out? And then they'll be like, all right. And then you get the flight paid for, you know? Easy. It's easy. One, two, and three. It's one, two, Rich and three. Repeat. Yeah, just you, you send them the itinerary, and then they send you back a, a confirmation of the tickets being booked. You got to make it their idea, you know? It's not your idea to f fly out there, because then it's like, uh, I, it, I'm pitching the idea where you pay to fly me out there? No, no. Yeah, and, what am I, a beggar? And then if, if it's their idea, they pay more, and then they pay for everything. It's perfect. Perfect. We got to get Dennis Daly under your wing, school because he's down horrendous. I mean, opening up with the, the money bag is psychotic. That's never, well, it must have worked before. It must have worked before. 
it's only psychotic if you're gonna offer an amount of money that can fit in like a very small envelope you know what i mean like a, a birthday card from your grandma like yeah that's what you, that's what he should have sent like not if you can handshake it then uh not the move it was also one money bag emoji, which I think was directly proportional to the amount of money he was offering. If he sends a three money bags, maybe we're ready to negotiate, but one money bag is not getting the job done. I, again, I think he's just, he's just in over his head, man. He walk, He's like, I have $3 for a steak. And they're like, well, you're at Nobu. McDonald's <laughs> is that way. You need to go to McDonald's. You have McDonald's money. And he's like, no, but I want a steak. Uh, what else does he say? Oh, he's really mad about the foot. The no, he's, no, he said he's he said he clearly said he's not mad by any of this. He just thinks it's funny. I think he's more mad about the football than being called out for the comical three hundred dollars. Actually, he says, "I uh, I didn't come here to disrespect disrespect you. You didn't have to say that to try and tear me down, though. I knew I had a bad year. So does everyone else." How you think I felt mentally about that shit? For you to throw that in my face. He's not mad. How do you think I knew? How do you yeah, think right. I knew, you stinky? Yeah. <laughs> I have to block Jeffrey Simmons every day in practice. Uh, every day he ragdolls me. Harold, you Harold Landry has me in hell. Has right. me in absolute hell. He and Bud Dupree uh, put me in the Steiner recliner. Do you know how that feels? Uh what did she say back? She said, you, you started it when you sent me a random message putting my value at $300. Then back. I wasn't worth the 10 grand. LOL, you started it when you sent me the message at ghost, in ghost mode at 9.30 a.m. Cheap ass. Wanting some cheap ass. Early, Early morning. Cheap morning. Ass, sorry. He was planning his day. He was trying to be proactive. He was <laughs> Trying to get ahead of it. Uh, uh, 8.30 workout, 9.30 uh, pussy negotiation, uh, you know, play, play nine holes. A light lift, watch some film. <laughs> what did he say after that? Uh, I went through shit none of you fans know. Okay, well, I don't think she's a fan. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm human. I don't think anyone is a fan. <laughs> yeah. I, the funniest thing she could have sent back was like his uh, ESPN pass block and win rate, uh, <laughs> run stop win rate. I don't know, man. 62%. You're in the, the 50 second. You don't know I played through a torn quad. It was like, Listen, yes, we I'm do. You uh, Taylor yeah. LeWine got hurt. I wasn't even supposed to be playing. That's how bad I stink. Everyone knows that. We played Jacksonville twice. Of course they know my moves. <laughs> it's divisional. You have to throw the records out. Then what did you say? <laughs> I'm just amazed that this conversation like he keeps at some point amazed, to, like, both <laughs> sides keep going ne this yeah. is a, there was some negotiation neither side if y'all as done as y'all say y'all are this would hey man don't come at me with $300 I'm done with that and if you was disrespected as you say why'd you bring up my why are you trying to tear the black man down why are you bringing up my uh, run block win rate uh, me think thou both protested I, at, th at this point, I think it's like a free therapy session for him. Like he's been waiting to vent about like how bad his year was to somebody's like, listen, I've already pissed you off. So hear me out for free. He's he's, get he's getting his $300 worth. That's just like a one, one therapy. <laughs> hey, was this long con by him? Free, free therapy. What I remember, uh, yeah, mine. Like the old HBO, they used to do like uh, hookers on the point. They used to go talk to like real life hookers and Johns. 
And so many of the hookers would be like, man, they don't even touch me, man. We sit there fully clothed and they just tell me how much they hate their job and their wife. And then they go home. So uh, you might be on to something, Mick. He might have just been like $300 a set. I have to book that through insurance. I don't get that in the NFL till year 15. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to make something shake, man. Well, what if this is just a huge misunderstanding and he just thought he, she was the therapist all along? And he was like, $300 is a pretty reasonable rate. Like $10,000 for one hour of therapy. <laughs> this is just a big misunderstanding, lady. That, w- that would Honest. be disrespectful. If you approached a therapist and were like $300 for a session, and they're like, no, ten k. It's like, what? He's not that. That's what selling pussy mean? I just, <laughs> I've had it wrong this entire time. Uh, what, what if we we checked her Instagram bio and it the first thing says mental health advocate and we're like, oh, <laughs> oh god, writer Sagittarius, she, her. Uh, <laughs> is there what else does it say? School? Oh, they're still talking going. now. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're best friends. They're going to be engaged in two weeks. Uh, she said, you know nothing about me, but you showed your respect for women and myself with those first few messages. He said, you never hurt my fe- hurt my feelings because I know how my session went. LOL. I don't know what that means. He uh, doesn't mean season. He's still stuck on the season. Oh, okay. Okay. Would be my guess. Okay. Uh and she said, yeah, and that number means something. Just like a contract to a player. Low contract is disrespectful. Look around your profession. Uh, he said, if you felt the number was disrespectful, then say that and we move on as adults. Even the first then- thing she said. <laughs> she literally, <laughs> literally the first thing she said. Oh, my God. You can't. He's in vanishing mode. Some- he doesn't he can't read backwards. <laughs> I thought we were making some uh, some gains, Dennis. But uh, what, what else did you say at school? I'm sorry. Uh, even then, you still ain't have to bring up my job and try to throw a low blow because I'm not paying ten grand to link. Uh, let's see. There might be one more message after this. Yes. And then he said, yeah, we know nothing about each other. That's understood. But the convo didn't have to go where you tried to take it. I'm not even that type of person. Just because I have a bad season don't me- make me any less of a human. Dude, he really only wants to clarify. I had one bad year. This is one bad year. <laughs> I'm going to get it back. And, uh, and taking zero responsibility for like the thing that she's clear, been very clear about what was probably like, he doesn't mention that whatsoever. It's just like, you're the one who brought up uh, my terrible uh, blocking. and never mentions his uh, lowball offer. I would need to see the timestamps because this he was just typing a whole she was getting in and answering where she could. And she's like moved on. And eight minutes later, he's like, you don't understand. We had three games in 10 days. Thursday nights are an abomination on the NFL body. But you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that, would you? Uh, It doesn't make me a bad guy. (laughs) And she didn't say she wasn't a human. She's like, you're bad at football. You're a human who is bad at football. Yeah, she's like, we clearly don't know anything about you. She's like, no, I know you're not good at football or math <laughs> or, or, or economics, finance. Or, or uh, interacting with women. <laughs> I'm going to Google him and see what appears. Uh, Dennis Daly. I'm going to see. Does it say like he's got to be this now? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, first thing that appears <clears throat> is Titans continuing to play Dennis Daly is the definition of insanity. Sigh. Like if she, she wrote that article, him, that's what he that's what she sees. She probably wrote that article. Uh Peaches Mayock with the <laughs> with the write-up. 
what did she say after that? Uh, being a dancer is one small part of my life doesn't mean I have an inferior life, and it definitely doesn't mean I'm a prostitute. And then he was typing, but that was yeah, the last was. one. <laughs> that was the last one. He played overseas. <laughs> Tannehill slow to get the ball out. Malik's a rookie. <laughs> it's Derrick Henry's first year back from a major foot injury. Our offensive coordinator got fired. I got to learn this scheme. I got to learn that scheme. <laughs> And on top of it, I have you judge, judge, judging me. Uh, is is that it? I know he's still typing like to this day, real time. That, that's it. That's it. Um, that's good it. Good grief. And um, someone's oh surprise, legitimate. The person who posted that says, uh, the sack. Oh, this might be the person who. Oh, yeah, no, this is the actual person who he was messaging. Uh, this is the woman? Yeah, this is the woman. Okay. Um, Someone on Reddit said the sack part was awesome, and she said, thank you, I tried. I had a few others in there, but Ghost Mode kept clearing out the messages anytime uh, my screen timed out, so... Uh, I'm t they talked for hours. This went on for hours. Yeah, yeah. So oh, Maybe she, she must be a Titans fan, so she must be a Titans fan. Because she's on the Titans Reddit with the Titans flair, so. And again, she knows who he is and knows he's not very. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. held up in, well in past pro. He gets it for $300 an hour, and it's uh, the guy in the Penesua jersey and his wife just pass setting. That's what he does with his $300. He's like, no, no, no. Try, bend the edge. Bend the edge. I got to see if I. <laughs> I got to see if I can move my feet. We got Von Miller next week. That's the thing. She like for other like for other Titans, AJ Brown, three hundred dollars is fine. You <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> Henry free. You you got to pay his answer. Uh, yeah, this is just a troll uh, for Titans Reddit. No, the accounts like got a lot of karma and stuff. Yeah. She has an OnlyFans. How you can't fake that. No, that's a real deal. <laughs> oh, that's three hundred dollars. Yeah, not enough. That is kind of nasty, though. If he's messaging like fans of the team that work in certain fields, trying to link up, that is particularly nasty. That's why he thought he'd get a little discount. Yeah, yeah, real nasty. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's like you familiar with my work? And she's like, unfortunately, six hundred. Uh, <laughs> you should have. Yeah, you should have came in from the uh, the fence to my boy. Mm. All right. Uh, I guess the only other slick, crazy news was Young Thug. Man, I don't. I don't know what's going run. on. He huh? had a good run. He had a good run. It's time we accept that and realize we'll never see him again. <laughs> this came out yesterday to the. <clears throat> Like, I saw people saying, it's like, hey, this is fake. And I was like, if they fake to this extent, then what is, I'm on Scoop's side. What even is history, man? What, what's anything if they set this up? This came out yesterday. Uh, it's my colleague at Mark Wynn, WSB, which is the Atlanta news station, uh, just obtained surveillance video that shows the moment prosecutors accuse Young Thug and his co-defendant conducting hand-to-hand -hand drug deal in court. Let me see the video, Scoob. I mean, it, it, what does hand-to-hand -hand drug deal even really mean? 
They like thought court. they were in class. Like they thought yeah. they were in high school. Your Honor said recess. Uh, <laughs> the purpose making his move. I also want to. What made him get up at the. He's like, Thug needs me. Here it comes. There's the amount of people walking with him that, like, have eyes on both of them. Thug, at some point, you got to audible. Thug was a quarterback, you understand. He's going to audible out of the play. Jeffrey's going to, he's going to kill, kill. There's, there's way too many eyes on this right now. We are not that slick. There was yeah, no audibles at uh, Washington High back in ninth grade. <laughs> Just the most. If I saw this like on the street, it'd be like, oh yeah, that was a, a transaction of some sort. Just like this awkward ass handshake. Hey man, I brought to bring you a, a stick of gum. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, everybody stood up. He did it right. The bailiff would say, hey, come on, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. <laughs> and then if you, I think it's the thread underneath there, the guy ultimately had to end up just ingesting all the drugs. Which, yeah, well, what was alleged to be in this uh, transaction? What what moved yeah, from hand to hand? A Percocet, allegedly. After which, young thug, they said he immediately handed over. Yeah, we said, yeah. When deputies searched Adams, they found him in possession of Percocet, marijuana, and tobacco wrapped in plastic and food seasoning to conceal the odor of weed. Adams was taken to Gray Hospital after he appeared to ingest the other items of contraband in an effort to conceal the extent of his crimes within the courtroom. And that's the part. It's like it. It's it's funny he did it. He just had to eat. I said he ate like six swishers, just guts and all. Just had to down them all. <laughs> but then it's also literally how Juice World died because they were on the plane and it's like, yeah, when we land, the cops are there. We have to take these drugs. It's like it's so serious that that's the option. But even before that, it's a, like Thug immediately turned over the pill. I was like, he should have just took it then and there. The guy should just dropped it down my gullet. I can't turn over no evidence. So he just like really needed a perk during trial, like apparently. This jam can't this believe. Is, I can't. I can't believe it. You like every courtroom you go into, you have to walk through like security and like just the. I don't. Know, maybe maybe I've never uh, uh, engaged in uh, taking perks. Maybe it's a well worth the experience. Maybe it'll make trial that much more fun. But it just seems like a incredibly risky behavior one to try and get it into the courtroom <laughs> having to go through security and then trying to hand it over an open court like you guys can't meet in the bathroom or something like yours you can't have an intermediary handle at least hand it to the lawyer this is ridiculous well again this would be the whole if you're thugs lawyer you're like your honor this man was running criminal enterprise <laughs> <laughs> this is I the rest my case uh you're telling me this man was pushing the button on, on murders across the city and dropping fire albums? Your Honor, please. Yeah, uh, Jim, what are you doing if you're you're the lawyer here and a guy approaches your, your client and just does a deal right there? What are you doing? Uh, they don't know each other. The man just walked up to my client and forced these pills into his hand. Uh, he had no intention of taking them. He would never disrupt the justice process like that and uh this man should be banned from the courtroom for trying to make my client look bad you're all guilty he's like in that right thug you look over thug just dropping it down his gullet is like, huh uh i think like jay said oh, I, it's coming yes 
Thug, Thug just takes out a tray and starts breaking up weed like uh, at the table there. He's like, huh? Huh? It, can you put it past him after this? And I think it was uh, Jay that said it's like this, like legit addiction. That's what addiction looks like. You can't go, you need it right then and there. But my question would be, Young Thug's been in jail for how many months? Mm -hmm. So if he's still, if he's still addicted, he getting them on the inside, which means... Oh, well, jail's the best place to get worse. drugs. It's even worse that no, no, but I'm telling on some, like some of the jail people coming with me though. Like I, all he had to do was wait three hours and be back in jail where he has a steady supply of this. Like jail is a very easy place to get drugs. Uh, I, I don't know if you know how addiction works, Jan. Three hours, you might as well say thirty years. And again, I, I feel like a perk would make watching somebody else's trial. Enjoy, like you know what I'm saying, off of Perk 30 watching a trial that does not affect my livelihood whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I, I, my limbs is just floating, baby. I'm feeling great. <laughs> um, I'm sliding out of the chair. Tell that man to stand up, but not my own <laughs> trial. It's like there are a lot of pigeons in this courtroom. Uh, <laughs> curious, and he what? throws one a thug. Yeah. <laughs> there were 12 Jan sported pigeons. Uh, in the in the courtroom today and Mike said drugs ain't cheap in prison of course but they ain't supposed to be like that's the whole point they ain't supposed to be there so I'd be like hey, y'all got somebody working on the inside listen my guy he's cooked but we're bringing we're bringing some people down with him it, this is Thug's attorney yeah yeah okay well I haven't seen this so what the, what do you have to say apparently this is him responding to the allegations that his client was involved in the drug deal okay Mr. Williams had nothing to, with what, to do with what went on in the courtroom on yesterday. Um, one of the co-defendants um, on his way to the restroom attempted to pass something to Mr. Williams, who immediately turned it over to the deputy. Um, he did not know it was allegedly Percocet? Did not know. Well, we don't know what it is. Um, did not know what it was, turned it over to the deputy right away. Um, the deputies took action. Uh, the individual who had the contraband, not Mr. Williams, uh, was taken into the back where I'm told he ingested whatever he had. He had to be taken to the hospital. And as a result, court was terminated for the rest of the day. Uh, so it was Basically what Jim said, right? Yeah, that's, a, that's the appropriate response, yeah. Nailed it. Because, again, you could be like, yeah, he, I looked up and he was there. I, he just put something in my hand. I immediately turned it over. I said, he's trying to give me drugs, Your Honor. Young Thug should be uh, applauded. Sir? Sure, this man's doing something illegal. That's yeah. what Young Thug did. Your, your Honor, I have a perk 30 and I shouldn't. Um, your Honor, I'll, I'll split it with you, Your Honor, if you... Uh... Half time, half a perk, half a... Uh, a good answer. Is good answer... Uh, is it, yeah, ew. Yeah, drugs, narcotics. So it's not looking good. And people are saying, they're like, this. Gunner said, man, I cannot, like tie my future uh to this <laughs> it's drip or drown and i will not drown god damn um, i yeah i don't know so what like legit what, what could have like i don't contempt jam like what, if he is like hey, i don't know what that was how could they prove that he did it's like i know that guy but i didn't know what he was giving me i don't i'm in court Probably contempt of court would be a first step. I mean, they could just hit him with a whole new set of charges if he actually tried to uh, conduct a transaction in court. 
Um, I'm sure they're going to throw his uh, associate in the hospital, all him entirely under the bus and have him and they'll go with the story the lawyer said. But um, I don't know any subsequent motion or objection after this. I feel like the trial judges will be like, I'm going to rule against the guy who tried to conduct a drug deal in my courtroom in front of me. Uh, not great trial strategy from uh, Mr. Thug. It was an Altoid, Your Honor. <laughs> the pep, the pep thirty. I read this isn't the first time it's happened. Like the, the other people oh, have sure been has. caught with uh, drugs in the courtroom here. So, listen, if you want to do drugs in open court, you need to go through your lawyer because you can speak to your lawyer in a room that's not going to be recorded. There's going to be no surveillance. And that's your opportunity. That's attorney-client privilege. And so if you're an addict and you need some drugs to just get through your trial, you're going to have to have a, a frank discussion with your lawyer, and your lawyer is going to have to agree to kind of be the one to bring them in because uh, that's your only opportunity to do drugs in open court, uh, is my guess from uh, my basic understanding of the criminal justice system. Do we it's, believe those rooms are not recorded? Because I do not. I do. I've never wanted uh, no. Uh, no, they probably are. Uh, they're at least monitored. I, I don't think they record them, but they're probably like. But could you say have... like, hey, even if we did, y'all wasn't supposed to know because this is not supposed to be mine. Even if you have it right. on tape. Oh, yeah. They can't use anything. But like that doesn't stop the police from doing all sorts of illegal mm -hmm. like listening and things like that. But like you can't use that. uh in subsequent stuff against them that, that'd be like a real tip-off of like the only place we said anything about this was in the uh, attorney client privilege room how did you know about this <laughs> then you have a lawsuit on your hands then you can get a mistrial then everything's just thrown out so like if the government tried to use that stuff it would be your uh they'd be messed up so it says co-defendant so if the lawyer i'm guessing the lawyer he's representing oh, both yeah. of them oh no he no each each co-defendant usually has their own lawyer Damn, really getting high. He's picking up the hoop, baby. Uh, so, but <laughs> I was just going to say, like, so would the move be for the lawyer to meet with the co-defendant, get the contraband, and then meet with the... So you, you make your lawyer the mule, and then you snitch on the lawyer and say he's the head of YSL. Do I have that correct? And then you say, I've had ineffective assistance of counsel. This lawyer's been bringing in drugs the entire time he's been high. We need to do a whole new trial, folks, because this is not this has been a, um, an abortion of justice. That's what it's called. Miscarriage of justice. Those are such harsh terms for justice. Uh, good Lord. I didn't. Uh, Chad started jumping. We might get legal uh, hour jam. You might got to start charging, man. Everybody in here apparently wants to do drugs in court <laughs> with their lawyer and get off got free. Your Honor, this is boring as shit. Uh, do you mind if uh, <laughs> if we partake? Uh, for some reason, I will allow it. Uh, yeah, Matlock Packard over here. Oh. Yeah, I love that people are surprised. Like, I, I am in, like, I am in law school. very lowly of you. <laughs> yeah, they think, they think nothing <laughs> of me. Get him off your back, Jam. Uh, I mean, you got a PS5. You don't have to take this I shit. I did appreciate the Scoob yesterday saying that uh, I would be a, a good contestant on The Price is Right. It has been a lifelong dream of mine. I don't know if any of my law skills translate, but I do think uh, I do think that'd be good. I think we should push for that. I think you could negotiate with people in the crowd. You say, like, trust me, I'm a lawyer. You don't really want to win that car. You'll have to pay more on taxes on it than, uh, than the car is worth. And then they let you go up there. Blinko is a scam. Like 
See, yeah, some so of these are some of these are false nails. Some of these nails are bigger than the others. I am. Well, you guessed like my price five hundred one, and if anyone gets close to that price, I will find. Uh, I will <laughs> be pressing charges. Nobody know what that means. Nobody else bids. Jam goes up there and wins. New car and a trip to Hawaii. The people want Jam Packard on the on the prices, right? Or no, the people more, mostly just want me uh, becoming a defense lawyer and uh, getting drugs from my clients in court. That seems to be the they, what got them the most excited. Yeah, for them in <laughs> yeah. court. I don't think they care about your clients per se. It's yeah, them. Any, anyone can yeah. get me on retainer. We'll sign a letter of agreement. We'll have attorney-client privilege. You can tell me anything. I can't. I won't be able to turn it over. So if anyone can reach out to me and I'll be their lawyer uh, today. Today only, though. <laughs> Three hundred dollars or ten thousand um, is my retainer fee. Don't disrespect me with a comical offer of less than. What else do we have? Since we'll never talk basketball on this show. Uh, no, no, why would we? Hey, <laughs> we said, yeah. I'm holding one right here. Yeah. Prove it. Were you the one that hit Paul George? Holding that basketball? Uh, yeah, that's what people think of me. Anytime they see a white guy online doing something stupid, they go, oh, that's Jam Packard. No, I did not hit Paul George. Then what happened? My cousin did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he leave the scene? Because he's an what, idiot. Isn't that illegal? Is hit and run not illegal? Oh, it very much is. But allegedly, uh, he didn't know that he hit the Paul George. He was just... Uh, no, look at that face, man. He that's Grady Dick for Kansas, man. That's like every there's, a, there's like a top couple top 20 uh, white kids that come in and go to like Duke or Kansas every once in a while. That's him. All right. What, what was he doing Tyler when Hero. Paul George got out of his car, phone in hand, was just like taking a very close like that's way closer. Maybe he doesn't see me. <laughs> Like, it wasn't a picture of his license plate or anything. It was like, no, very close. Uh, <laughs> and, and he had the passenger. Like, it was a very close identification. Does anybody know who this kid is? DM me. Uh, <laughs> what, can you read the bottom part, school? Uh, yeah, this kid hit and run my brand new car today. Face palm emoji. Then dipped without giving me his driver's license. If you know him, tag him. <laughs> I, I saw people in the comments. They were like, Paul George is a millionaire. What does that mean? Like, I mean, he, people just get to hit and run on him? Like, that That feels like BS. Yeah. You, you, you agree? Like, he should be able to... No, nah, yeah, he should absolutely, like... You're, you'd be a millionaire. Your insurance premiums are still going up. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. New car? Like, yeah. <laughs> In LA? <laughs> like, this kid got that. more money than Paul George, right? Like, we find out this kid's dad is the one that owns the dealership. So, yeah, I ain't, ain't no he's a millionaire. This is a TikTok superstar, man. This guy got 476 billion followers. I seen him. And he had just not ever considered. He's like, I didn't think I was going to hit Paul George's brand new car today. And once I, I did, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to take a picture of me. I thought I could just drive yeah, I, away. <laughs> I should have looked away from the camera or something, but he's got the profile. He's, he's got it all. Chad says um, they found him an hour later, so... Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. I mean, I mean, million followers of Paul George. Yeah, it probably didn't take that long. So, this Bill Simmons' son, he was. <laughs> that would make things much funnier. But, uh, That'd be very funny. Yeah. Uh, 
It's upsetting how young this person is driving. Very upsetting right now. 15 also like where was they? What kind of car was he in? What kind of neighborhood you driving around Paul George? I just Paul George ain't just out and about. He's Paul George. My next door neighbor is a dentist. Uh Chris Rock vibes. <laughs> so how do you get the picture this clear while the car was driving? Should be an ad for the phone. Yeah, honestly. I feel like they stopped and had a conversation and the kid was just like, nope, and got back in. And then that allowed Paul George to get up there and, and take the picture. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, he was just plowing through the, the wreckage of the Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> when you get this close, up, inexcusable by Paul George to not get the license plate. Yeah, That's terrible. That... <laughs> How will we ever identify this man? Get <laughs> it westbound in a silver Mercedes. There's no tag of license or anything on this vehicle. Yeah, they all said the kid's 15. So he's definitely old enough to stop and exchange information if he hit my fucking car. But not old enough to be driving. Isn't you have to be 16 to have a license? Yeah, what's the ours in Georgia? It's you can get permitted 15 license a year and a day afterward. So if he had, a, I don't know the Cali rules, but you for the permit, you had to have an adult in the car. I see somebody in the car. I don't know if it's an adult. It's not but also don't know. It no, does like not appear to be an like adult. A, a sixteen-year-old girl, like you're when you have your permit, you're like not supposed to be driving with other people. This kid fucked up. This kid, uh, nothing will happen to him because he's rich and white and lives in L.A. But something should happen to him. Prison, mm-hmm. gulag. Yeah, gulag the public, the public shaming is pretty good. But he probably loves this. He probably's like tried to turn this into internet cloud already. I'm the Paul George kid. I fucked up his Bentley. <laughs> Hit it on purpose uh, for views. Um, oh, if he's a Lakers fan, forget about it. Like if, if he comes out and is like it's just purple and yellow in his next video, they'll be Paul George will go to jail. It'd be the great move. It's like I, I've just been a Lakers fan all my life. I, I looked down to uh, I was watching some Kobe tape while I was driving. I shouldn't have been. I'm young, and I looked up and, and this animal Paul George was here. <laughs> kid will skate. Got free. Hmm. Anyway, this it's not even tied. I just wanted to shout out Kyle Kuzma, man. Kyle Kuzma doing some good work, uh, in the community for his, his hometown of, of Flint. If you could uh, play that, if we can, Scoop. Thank you guys so much. Um, I am donating a million dollars to the Flint YMCA. Wow. Uh, wow. I thought I heard some booze for a second. Were they saying boo or coo? I want to make sure you guys have that in, in the younger generation in Flint. So thank you, YMCA. Hope you appreciate it. Love you guys. Yeah, I'm joke there. Just salute the coos. Uh it does stink like the people and the athletes that came from Flint have to give back to the community what the government has not given to them and their children. But salute. Who's giving a million? He, he ain't missed a hundred million dollar man exactly out here. So giving a million, not uh, not insignificant. So so salute. Salute them uh, for sure. Yeah, Davis should have been too. Why wasn't all his money? <laughs> should have gave every dime to these kids. <laughs> By the way, I'm saying I'm giving him two million back so I can grind harder. 
Yeah, <laughs> tear our building down. We like we like the elements. Uh. That is awesome. Very. And he's the anti McDonald's guy, guy who just got the blessing of his lifetime from McDonald's, and was like, "Man, I think I need to turn this back in." Guy went and ordered his sausage biscuit, a sausage McMuffin, and. They just put the deposit, the bank deposit money in his bag with it. And he turned it back in. I think it was, was $5,000. Why would you do that? It's a question I was going to ask. Uzma did this? No, no. He kept that bread. <laughs> um, no, it's... Uh, yeah, here we go. Guy ordered, yeah, he went and ordered a sausage McMuffin and in the bag, he said it was just $5,000, like their deposit cash. And if you that's could play, a hell, I, that's a hell of a mistake by the McDonald's workers. Like, oh, sausage McMuffin, $5,000. It's also in a clear plastic bag, which I was like, I, I don't went know to if McDonald's that was bank deposit money. Handing me my sausage McMuffin. Mike McDaniel. And this bag. Big ass bag. Well, what's in this bag? They're deposit. Why? Just why are you recording it? Yeah. Like, what is this? Why would they do this? So now I have to return this because I'm a good person, I guess. Why would you guys do this to me? You know how bad I want this money. Why put me in this situation? God put you in that situation, my boy. What the? Oh my God! Oh my God! You! Oh my God! I really want to give you a hug. Oh my God! I cut that short, but uh, they were. He's like, I'd rather have five thousand dollars. Don't touch me. And crying, and I get free McDonald's for a month, I guess. That's it. No, but oh, this is all. I'm gonna get my five thousand worth. This is a clout play. This is a clearly like. Would you rather have a million dollars or ten minutes of Jay Z's time? This guy understood that the five thousand dollars is a short term gain, but the amount of internet clout he's gonna get for this that could build a business for even shorter term. <laughs> uh... I mean, he's getting zero dollars from giving back five thousand dollars to McDonald's. Well, no, he got two hundred. They called him back and gave him two hundred dollars. What's going on at this McDonald's? Because I would never, when I was 15 and worked at Kroger's, I found $42 on the ground like, while I'm pushing in buggies. And I remember, like, I went to customer service because I was like, has anybody come to claim it? And everybody was like, listen, if you give it to customer service, the people in customer service are going to keep it. That's what's going to happen. So I was like, okay, I'll hold on to it. And if the person comes back, I will give it directly to them. And they came back right before I was about to leave on my shift. And knew exactly how much it was. And I gave it to him. Not even a thank you. Which I didn't want to thank you. I wanted him to peel me off some of them. Peel me off some of them backs. Uh, and no dice. And I said since then, if ever I was in this spot, that money's coming home with Willis. I don't care if it's five or five thousand. That's my blessing. Y'all turning the money in? Hell no. So there's so many cameras at a McDonald's. Like the last thing I need is to spend five thousand in my pocket is thirty minutes. Like maybe if the cashier is slow. 
Uh, so last thing I need is to knock on my door because they saw my license plates from the 40 cameras they have at a drive through and being like, we know you have the five grand. Like, I don't need that headache. Is that a legal jam? Could you get arrested for that? Yeah, if it's illegal, because uh, I don't think it's handling stolen property, but uh, I don't think it's a crime. But I do think people will come knocking and they'll know you have the money. But I think you could get away with it. It's, it would be a headache, though. I agree. I in a, in this situation where it's just like cameras, deposits, a big corporation behind it, possibly. I just don't know if it's worth it. But but it's it's not theft. It's an employee fuck up. Like they donation. Fucked, yeah, they fucked up and gave you it. How many people actually check the bag before they drive away? My dad doesn't. Like at least. Tw- oh, he didn't. He was far. This guy was. Yeah, like, that was, he was, that, that, was away. that was his biggest gripe is that he had to go all the way back. <laughs> right. Yeah, so why is there an obligation to drive back? Like, what, are they even going to call the cops and say, what, what? We, we accidentally gave this guy five grand and he drove away. The cops are going to say, we well, didn't fucking steal it. You gave it to him on accident. There's no crime here. Like, you, no, you ordered it. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, I ordered my hash brown and 5K. <laughs> I remember maybe like a year or two ago, there was, I think, a Brinks truck in the Carolinas. Like, the back door wasn't properly latched. And, like, one of those big duffel bags of, like, legitimately a million dollars fell out. And I remember Bomani Jones being like, if you don't give those people back your money, bad things will happen to you. And, of course, there's a huge difference between a Brinks truck's million dollars that travels around with what is it, three, four armed guards versus a local... <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Like a local McDonald's 5,000. Huge difference. But, like, if I'm trying to think about it, like, if if the clown gets McDonald's lawyers involved, yeah, there may not have been a crime, but, like, you're going to become an indentured servant to McDonald's. Like, no doubt in my mind. Like, this this is a, a hilarious uh, falling down type situation where it's like, oh, what a blessing. And then you're just, like, chained to the to the dishwasher for the rest of your days so you're like really like the the mcdonald's employee clearly made a mistake but if you keep all the money it's like oh well now that person doesn't have a job anymore or like maybe the manager gets fired you're really messing up other people's type like day and lives because they made a admittedly bad mistake but like i think victim shaming jam we're really (laughs) glad calling this a mistake is kind of crazy to me like they put five thousand dollars in a bag and then handed it out the drive-thru window to someone else like you you, you, that's not a mistake you 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 deserve agree it's a blessing you deserve to be fired if you did that to me like if i did that i would not be like i hope i don't get fired i'd be like yeah i'm getting fired and that makes sense to me Someone still got even with the return, they got fired. So, oh, yeah, for sure, it's, it's, lost their job over this. So, no need for me to lose my bread and the get, you know what I mean? <laughs> no need for both of us to be down bad. I just I was stopping the guy from taking the money, handing it off to someone else, and being like, Well, I, I bought the McDonald's for someone else and I gave it, I gave the bag to them. I don't know what happened to it. I'll say that'd be my case. I'd be like, Man, I, I ate my biscuit while I was driving, man. That bag of. The trash is still sitting there. Now, the, the money has been spent. It's up my nose. It's, it's at the downtown Nashville area. It could go anywhere. I could really put those dollars anywhere. Yeah. The real but, move The real yeah. move is to be like, you guys gave me uh, $1,000. And I'll like happily return that and be like, 
I don't know what happened. What are you talking about $5,000? I got $1,000 in this bag and I'm happily returning it. And then you look like a good guy and you get a little bit of uh, money. I was like, yeah, you could talk me into that. Be like, hey, I know somebody's going to lose a job, but I did find $76 in here, man. Y'all, y'all, uh, <laughs> y'all got to make the bank. You get close at five. Uh, yeah, five thousand for McDonald's. That's petty cash. But the thing, it because it's in the clear plastic bag. I'm like, do you all want to tell McDonald's? Y'all not making deposits in, in sandwich bags. Was this nefarious means? Do you all want to get the McDonald's corporates involved? Because if y'all do, y'all can. I'm gonna be I don't even room. know if McDonald's corporate would take over because it's like this is just the franchisee, and so it's like the owner of that franchise location oh, is probably yeah. is like. Yeah, they are probably just like a small time business person. Like, yeah, you could. That's probably how get embarrassed corporate feels by this. Like, that's really what it boils mm. down to. Because I agree. If, like, if anything, this guy making this video made the block way hotter for those employees. Too hot. Too hot. Because they'll be able to. He's like, I didn't say which one, but they'll be able to like, hey, well, you go to the McDonald's on TikTok every two weeks, man. We know which one you were at. <laughs> right. Uh, and also, like you said, if they don't want this blowing up, the Streisand effect, if they start litigation, people that didn't know have any idea about this would now have an idea about this. So I, would it be in their best interest to be like, yeah, just settle it on y'all's own. Don't get us involved because we don't want the publicity. I, I think Earl undershirts, right, is this, this was a cash deal for something else and they just gave it to the wrong car. Like, that's clearly what happened here. Certainly possible. For sure on the table. Like, there's uh, there's yeah. no reason that bag ever goes out the window. Like, with, there's no way. There's no way. There's just no way. And again, listen, that's your mistake, man. I, and I'm really sorry for you. You will have to rectify that decision. Henry said it, money, said restaurant, all the uh, till money and plastic sandwich bags. Was it your McDonald's, Henry? I just feel like McDonald's has their own branded, like, bank bags. Uh, that's again what jam brings into it mcdonald's is not a restaurant like mcdonald's is uh, a land buying company. real estate each, yeah. indiv it's... each individual company is for sure just like a mom and pop kind of restaurant like they they have standards and practices but outside of that they can kind of freeball it um but griffin brings up a great story do you remember the guy who just started sending invoices to every fortune 500 company like, he didn't do any work for them. He was just no. sending them invoices because he was like, I guarantee they're not really chat. Like, think of how many invoices Google has a fucking day, let alone month. If you send them an invoice for five grand every month, they're not going to check that shit up until it's like way too late. I don't think that guy should have went to jail. And I'm pretty sure they buried him under the oh, jail. Oh, he, but he that will guy, never get out. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Like that's scamming a thousand per like but the definition of it. However, it was so clever and so well pulled off. I'm not sure that it should have been illegal. It's voluntary. It's, he didn't hack their bank accounts. They sent right. the bread. And I'll say this is the first job I ever had out of college was sending these type of invoices to transportation companies. And sometimes you would get a person, they would call you back. It's like, hey, we approved a batch of $36,000 in invoices we should not have approved. Uh, could you all send that back or put it in a fund to like hold it? We're going to have $36,000 more of it. We don't want the refund, but hold it and then either never do more business, never do X, Y, Z. So they definitely, things get mass approved, mass decline. And he's right. like, I just got to get in on that mass approval. 
mm -hmm. list. I'm not hitting them. I don't remember how much the invoices were for. I can't imagine they were anything too crazy. Because he's no, I can't like five hundred thousand dollars. They'll get me immediately. But right, I hit forty two fifty every couple weeks. Too <laughs> Amazon's looking at, at at those details. So that, and I'm sure Jam's gonna tell me now why that's illegal. I can't have any fun with Jam. Is that illegal? It's a pretty classic case of uh, fraud, I would say. Um, but I I agree with Coley. I think the jury should be like nullify. Well, this is a, just a lesson out there for anyone who ever serves on a jury. You can just say, no, not guilty, just because I, you disagree with the law. And I think this would be a perfect example of like, no, that guy pulled a, he pulled the wool over your eyes, Google. Like, I'm just, there's no way I'm sending uh, voting to convict there. And I think any good judge would be like, appreciate a good scheme when they see him and uh, just let him go free. Maybe return the money, I think, is probably like what the, the most <sighs> lenient a judge could be. But All of it. I should get a little something for uh, ingenuity. I think it's also like if he didn't specifically say on the invoices, like if he just left it blank, like there's just a dollar Goods. amount here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if, if if he got like super specific, like I hardwired all of the computers, like then it's like, all right, yeah, this is fraud. But if right. he's just like $500, please. And they were like, here you go. That doesn't feel illegal to me. That's poor accounting on the firm's behalf just playing playing the argument of the the government here and i don't like playing that role i think they would argue that just the by the means maybe the means of sending uh that uh invoice is deception in itself and in, in claiming that you provided services to this company it wasn't just a mere asking for uh five hundred dollars because you sent it in the form of an invoice you just wanted what if you had small small print on the invoices like i did nothing i'm just seeing if this works like pepsi yeah you're on there, <laughs> there's a good contract that that is like a good argument if you have in in the fine print this is merely a request for free i have to provided no services to this company this is a merely request for charity then i think you got something well right. could you put services to be rendered yeah, but then you'd have to render some services eventually. If I get if I get caught, I'll render the service. I'll cut. Hey, I cut right. grass. I'll cut you guys grass. <laughs> service uh, should be rendered upon discovery of a of illegal yeah, action. Replace light bulbs. Like that's what I do. Um, <laughs> Your Honor, my client simply wanted to see what would happen if he sent this. He didn't expect anything. The services was he was testing their accounting department and they failed. <laughs> like he, that's just a security check. Something to consider. Uh... That's that's actually probably the best argument is like they he did provide them a service. He, he let them know that their accounts payable uh, is uh, not doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't hacking into your mainframe. I was testing your security strength. No, that's literally a over thing. and over again. That's a thing. Like but the people that search for bugs on sites, they like try to mm -hmm. hack into things. And then when they're mm -hmm. successful, you, they'll tell the site like hey i found this out what are you going to do about it and sometimes the sites will be like well we'll pay you for figuring that out other times they'll be like we're gonna have you arrested for figuring that out and fix it so that would be my play if i was it would be like i'm gonna go public and let you like everyone know that you guys are a terrible company who doesn't have their shit together if you don't just like walk away from this small five thousand dollars that'd be what i tried to do to leverage the company so they didn't press charges the L word, Jam. Leverage? Hey, you just gonna just gonna throw that thing around, <laughs> man? Easy, easy does it. Uh, 
that was I think we had a good legal jams uh legal powwow hour. I have uh, I have for a while wanted us to do uh Trill's court where you trill we bring up someone on trial, uh Tyler's the judge, Scoob's the bailiff, and me and Coley are the lawyers. But we have to we have to figure out we have to figure out the case, the proper case and who to file charges against. I I definitely have always felt I like without the training, like the nonsense you're doing, I would be an incredible lawyer just arguing semantics because that really was feels before like law school. McMahon would have been the best lawyer before mm -hmm. law school was literally invented. Um, <laughs> I agree. I'm Quarter a big, I'm well, a big well, like <laughs> if I ever had to go to court, I'd want to represent myself and just immediately go to jail. Like that's <laughs> no way. Like it happens only on TV shows. In real life, no one actually represents themselves. You, you have to. It's such a horrible idea. You have to acknowledge in open court on the record that you know. Like if you want to represent yourself, you have to say, "I know that this is a terrible idea and it's going to lead to horrendous consequences." Like if you don't do that, if the court doesn't make you do that, like you can get it thrown out because it's such a horrendous idea to represent yourself. Um, but Coley, I, I think you could do it. I think chat should be the the grand jury and, and determine who needs to be put on trial, and we'll we can have a full full kangaroo court. Make this happen. Uh, the people versus Coley. Uh, T. Doyle singled him out there. That's, <laughs> McMahon's going to prison. Uh, yeah, he's uh, fucking waiting for this. <laughs> if you lose this case, you get the time I was supposed to get, buddy boy. Uh, all right, let's take five. Let's take five. Maybe we get right to our divisional talk. Maybe we try basketball again and end up law. I don't know. I simply do not know anymore. So let's take five. Thumbs up on the YouTube, please. Subscribe to chat with us. Five-minute break. We'll come back and talk words, guaranteed. Welcome back. Happy Friday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing to chat with us. The boys are here, and after that first hour, I, where do we go next? Still got some round ball. We got our divisionals. Do we save our divisionals for last hour? We get them out of the way. I got some crapping to do. Where, where do we go? Where do we go? Let's hear this crap because I too have a defecation on mind. I got some crapping to do. I wake up today, and I, I did not know that. That's the, it. Uh, That's the crap. I woke up. <laughs> yeah, <today>. God, you're <laughs> on my crap list. Uh, Jason Stark, baseball writer for the Athletic, who. I feel like I generally like, like I don't have, I don't think he has any like the super bad taste. I think he's good at his job. I think he genuinely likes baseball. He's a Hall of Fame voter. And he wrote today, he like wrote, you know, this is my Hall of Fame ballot, which I can also appreciate. Like this is, I voted for X, Y, and Z. This is why, this is why I did not. I can appreciate that. Until I got to the Andrew Jones portion of this. And this is just one snippet from it. Um, he says, quote, he, reverence, <laughs> he talks about all the Hall of Fame accolades for Andrew Jones, the 400 home runs, the case for being the best defensive center fielder of all time, yada, yada, yada. And then he's like, but one single research guy is actually like maybe he actually wasn't that good defensively. That's the dial guy. So he says, quote, dial told me his research research shows 
that after Jones' first four years, his weight began to balloon while, in a related development, his speed and jumps declined. Dial also found Jones' defensive value in those years was inflated by his arm and the many, quote, discretionary outs he all but stole from his infielders and corner outfielders on softly hit balls that center, center fielders don't normally haul in, end quote. So what this I'm reading here is aggressively <laughs> trying to play defense here. What are you and well, uh, these are the cases I've heard against Andrew Jones defense so far. One, he was so far above in the defensive metrics. They were like, well, who can really trust these defensive metrics Two, well, he played with all those great fly ball pitchers who couldn't win 10 straight gold gloves with those great five, uh, fly ball pitchers. But this was a new one. This was a new one that he was just so cold in his first four years. And then he got thick. And that's why Jason Stark hates him. Now, again, he was like, hey, the speed and jumps declined. Was he still making plays that literally no one else did? Yes. If if his speed and jumps declined, why was he beating infielders to balls hit to the infield? So and why is that baseball, bad? Like, yeah. You defer to the center fielder on every like all infielders like the the outfielder calls you off, you let them have it, and center field left like you defer to the guy in the middle like that's the job of the center fielder. If he says I got it, everyone else is backing off. So you're penalizing him for getting to all of these uh, pop flies. This is ridiculous. The outs merchant. All he wanted to do was get outs for his ball club and hit and slug dingers. Like I've heard the, which it's the K. I don't know if he gets in now, but the, yes, he fell off after 30. But I've said time and time again, when you start at 19 for a team that is going well into the playoffs, winning their division every single year, I feel like a decade of gold gloves and 400 home runs is enough. Like they're saying he should have stunk when he was young and been good at started being good at 26, like a real ball player. They also say he's like, yeah, he he also made up for it with his arm. Like that's not a one of the five yeah. tools in baseball. Like what? It was too good, Jam. And then he goes on. He he's no on Andrew Jones. He's yes on Scott Rowland. Ugh. And he said Scott. He said watching Scott Rowland was like watching a Brooks Robinson. Meets Lawrence Taylor. Sure. I never thought of those two names ever watching Scott Rowland play baseball. No. Especially not Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) say those names together. I think of Brooks Robinson, first ballot Hall of Famer, and Lawrence Taylor, first ballot Hall of Famer, and I combine them and I think of a guy who's on the fringe. That's that's, that's what I... I think of. He Did said he's Scott the, Rowland the, even have gold gloves. Like I don't remember him as being. He like does. He does. Man. Scott Glove, Scott Rowland was very good. Scott mm-hmm. was a, a damn good player. I, I've never honestly looked into his Hall of Fame case to say whether I think he was or was not. But he, I think he's got eight gold gloves. But the thing that pissed me off, he references like I think it's run saved and outs above average for Scott Rowland. It's like yeah, he was one of the best all time third basemen. But those same numbers are the ones that prop up Andrew Jones, and he's like, well, I mean, <laughs> and got like he liked to eat some dinner. He's now, you know, so it's like, okay, so the the defensive, like the run save, the non box score stuff is good for Roland, not for Andrew Jones. Think of all those slow ground balls to shortstop that Scott Roland just darted across the field and intercepted just to get outs. I mean, it's what stole a- from Jimmy Rollins? Yeah. <laughs> Brooks Robinson meets Lawrence Taylor. 
And I his also he's like Roland has some very good individual seasons because the thing with Roland was durability. He like get dinged up. But yeah, his eight gold gloves were good. Andrew Jones is ten in a row. Bad. He's the Nolan Arenado of his generation. And I McMahon, I, I don't know a whole lot about Arenado. Is that disrespectful to Arenado? I feel like he's I think so. Cold I think business. Arenado's, yeah, Arenado's like comfortably better than Scott Rowland. And Scott Rowland, like you said, was very good. Um, but this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. And like you said, I don't I'm not anti Jason Stark. He's pretty inoffensive. Like when you said his name, I was like, I did not think we uh, Jason Stark's name would ever come up on this program unless I was doing it. So this is uh spells it like Tatum. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> white Jason with a Y. Yeah, I don't white know about Jason. This. Uh uh yeah, this is fucking really stupid. Uh, third base isn't nearly as important a defensive position as center field. Uh, literally the most important uh, of the defensive positions. So I couldn't disagree with this more. Like, I genuinely couldn't disagree with this line of logic. I've long been an Andrew Jones supporter of his Hall of Fame case. And if anything, reading this makes me think five years is too long. Way too long. Like, it should be a year. Like, maybe right when you retire, you're at Hall of Fame. Like, make it more strict that once you retire and are eligible for the hall of fame you truly cannot come back so i think that's part of the reason <laughs> they say, make it five it years yeah um but yeah beltray was better like he better be banging the fucking drum for adrian beltray the same way he's talking about uh scott Rowland here because adrian beltray was way colder i'll say because i i didn't read the whole i just wanted to read that part i read the uh Roland. And his intro, because the intro, what he was talking about, he was like, in the past, he's like, I've cast votes for like PED guys because I ultimately understand whether I like it or not, they were the best and everybody was on this level. Because like he voted for Beltran. He's like, Beltran was maybe cheating multiple places. <laughs> he's like, but the, but the boy was nice. Um, so that's why I was like, I disappointing from Jason Stark. Disappointing. Like I disagree on Andrew Jones. I clearly think he's a Hall of Famer, but it just felt like Roland got the nods that Andrew Jones didn't get, and I'm not sure why. Moxie, yeah. grit. And, I don't know. Uh, Nico. I don't think that's Nico. Nico the stove said third base is the most premium of the non-premium positions. So like, yeah, it's it's right. I would agree behind. with that. Yeah, it's probably the fourth, fifth, like, maybe up, up right in the middle. middle. I was always told up the middle, like you want your right. short catcher, shortstop, second baseman, and center fielder. You knock, you lock those down. Of course, you want you know great glove everywhere, but if you can lock those down, you can piece it together. Because like third baseman, you can be so-so with the glove if you can mash. I don't know if you can do that like all the positions up the center unless you right. just mash like, and have like a good super arm. mashing. Yeah. Yeah, the corners are the corners for, like, they put me my whole life at the corners because it's like, all right, your range we don't love, but you have a good arm and a good glove. So it's like, yeah, I can do these things. Uh, but it's like, you're yeah, you're not a shortstop for a reason. Um, so it's not a bad thing by by any means. but At all. Right. Comparing a center fielder to a third baseman and being like, no, you guys don't care. And for a Phillies third baseman, Scott Rollins, not even close to the best Phillies third baseman of all time. Like, not even close. That was not part of his... Not even the same ballpark. He was like, run saved, run saved. 
he's better than Mike Schmidt. And I'm like, I'm sure that's true. (laughs) And I know if I went to Philly and asked, who would you rather have? They take Mike Schmidt. thousand percent. As what I did, Mike Schmidt had like 550 dingers. I think YC put it in that Roland either just hit 300 or barely got over. I didn't know Beltre hit 477. That's and Chaos. that was after he signed himself away to Seattle for several years. Like, Beltre would have cleared 500 if he didn't do that to himself. Yeah. Uh, and I also didn't realize Beltre kind of had a similar start to Devers defensively. I always like I always knew hmm. Beltre is, like, the one of the best defensive third basemen in the league. So to hear he... Brooks Robinson meets Lawrence Taylor. Stumbled out of the gates was shocking. Uh, because he was so good, like he was just automatic there. Like he was, uh, the things you knew about Adrian Beltre was he was a gold glove third baseman, and you do not touch his head under Ever. any circumstances. Ever. That was, that's why, like, and I knew he hit two, but 477 is, yeah, by this, yeah, he should walk into the Hall of Fame. We will see, yeah, he, Christian said he's moonwalking. I hope so, man. I just, I never know. I never know. We think he should, but. I've thought Andrew Jones should since he was like 22. And I'm like, yep, this guy's got it all. <laughs> I found out he had too much, too much range, too much arm. Yeah, he got and fat to try, and, to try and uh, slow down his range. But I do wonder, if he said he was writing for the Phillies all those years, he probably hates the Braves. Maybe so. Maybe yeah, so. They, Joe brings it up. The MLB... Uh, they do their like top 10 MLB network does their top 10 for every position. Hmm. And they did third base literally yesterday. And it is awful. Oh, uh, no. I think they, I think Arenado's one. Like I only saw. Somebody said it was five. No, they do top 10. Oh, Arenado no, I mean, was, was five. Yes. That would be, then that would make it even worse. <laughs> uh, that would be insane. Um, they had two Red Sox in there. That uh, they had Machado one. That would make some sense, uh, but that wouldn't make what's his name five make any more sense. Right, immediately wrong. Did uh, <laughs> DJ LeMay who too high, too low? How he makes the list, honestly. Yandy Diaz number nine. He's fine. Problem with him making the list. I don't know about nine. Max Muncy. Eight. Again, he's fine. Like to me, when I saw the first couple of these, I was like, "Man, third baseman stink right now." Now I see why we gave what's his name five hundred million dollars. <laughs> Just Justin Turner. This Seven? is where it's like, like he's not even going to play third base. Like he's first baseman DH now. Uh, so this is outrageous. Seventh is great. Uh, that's when I was like, I know. Come on, man. Uh, it's like 40 six. years old. Like, what are we doing here? Six, Alex Bregman. That's pretty inoffensive. That feels like the range he's supposed to be. I, it would feel low to me um, on the outside looking in, but now we get to five. Nolan Aaron took home his yeah. 10th straight gold glove in his career high. Uh, WRC plus fifth silver slugger nod. This is one that's like, I know there's not four better third basements than Arenado. I know that for a fact. Why is he trying so hard? Leave some for David Eckstein. <laughs> Leave some lunch out there for for the other boys to eat. Devers yeah, four. I like that. What I will say, the top is very strong. Like the the five, the six best third basemen are really good. 
Uh, I don't know that I could like legitimately argue Devers over Arenado outside of the bat. His bat is elite for certain. And uh, age, right? He's got to be a couple years younger. Yeah, the age, but the age shouldn't really factor in. You're talking about the I, top no, I agree. 10 right yeah, I think now. Arenado's better, so I agree. Yeah. And then we get into the top three. Austin Riley. He's not better than the three guys we just listed. I was going to say, like, right now, if you said, like, Austin Riley for Arenado, I feel like the Braves would do that. Arenado might make too much money. He's got a better contract than Austin Riley. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, then that settles it. Uh, (laughs) Austin Riley, three. And again, great year. Like you said, we're getting to the the top dogs here. So it's it's all good. Somebody got to be cut. Two, Jose Ramirez. Any gripes there? And then number one, Manny Machado. I might put Ramirez one. And like Jose Ramirez might be genuinely the best player in baseball. And I'm he's like, no glove, that. right? Uh, like of oh, these no. of the top tier guys. I wouldn't say that. I mean, he's really he does everything. Like he's tremendous. I wouldn't say no glove. Uh he should be a second baseman where the, the Dominican team's playing him, but that's why he's incredible. The fact that he can play both is absurd. I would I would probably have him one. And then Arenado too. Machado is coming off of like an MVP caliber season, but I don't, I don't know that I would argue him over Jose Ramirez. Like if I could have either of them, I'm taking Jose Ramirez every time. Like he's the one you could pick of these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. And Justin Turner's number seven. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's like I don't, I don't know what's going on. Arenado five is absurd. Genuinely absurd. Yeah, that doesn't feel right. Again, he's not even better than Scott Rowland. So what are we who are we arguing for? Uh, was that your crapping, Mick? Or you still got some no, crap? No, 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 no. I only brought this up because you were talking about baseball and someone talked about the third baseman in the chat. Uh, without, mm. without bringing up Scott Rowland today, I'm, I don't know <laughs> if we get to that. But uh, I'm crapping snowplows. Um <laughs> Snowplow, as a kid, there's no enemy greater than the snowplow. The snowplow is is the difference between going to school and not going to school. Mm-hmm. So I've long crapped snowplows. But as an adult, I crap them even harder. There's nothing. We got eight inches of snow last night, roughly. Six to eight, somewhere around there, which doesn't bother me. I like, I've got the, I've got the, I keep calling it a plow. It infuriates everyone. The snowblower. <laughs> I've got the snowblower. Uh, oh, but what plow. craps me, huh? It's just called a personal plow for you, Mick. When I went to buy one for the first time and I asked the lady at Home Depot or at Lowe's where the snowplows were, she was like, we do not sell those. I was like, I know that's incorrect. Yeah, yeah we, we, we don't have trucks wrong. here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it's like blower. And she was like, oh, right there, of course. Yeah, I was like, you knew what I fucking meant. Um, <laughs> When they go by your driveway and stack up like four feet of rock hard snow, it is not soft snow. No. And it's much more than the rat. Like, again, I don't have a solution for what they can do here. <laughs> Flamethrower. <laughs> That's, I legitimately like maybe a light flame, just something to soften it because it is outrageous. That's what takes so long is breaking that. I have to shovel it to get it down to where my blower can handle how tall. I'm <laughs> like cut looking it eye up, to eye. Uh, with it. <laughs> yeah, I got to chop lines at the end of my driveway. It's absurd. 
I fucking hate it. And I don't know, again, I have no solution for this, but it's outrageous. Uh, like, there's no way around it, even if I, like, yeah. plowed or if I blew before they got there, they would just still do it. Like, there's no avoiding it. There's no, like, there's nothing I can do other than just accept that they're going to dump two fucking feet of rock hard snow at the end of my driveway. Yeah. You got to break the brick down. That it sounds like it's sucks. your fault for uh, owning a driveway, McMahon. Uh, I don't think like there's much you can. There's, there's literally nothing you McMahon, can do. McMahon, he loves some winter till it's winter. So again, I don't mind the shoveling. I don't mind the blowing. Them dumping. It's just like, yeah, them plowing an additional <laughs> two feet of of gravel, such of stone, filthy snow, dirty. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. That's why I'm, I'm crapping snow plows in general. I still have to go back to my mom's place and like deal with all the snow removal stuff. And thank the Lord that my neighbor has his own personal plow because mm-hmm. like the, the plow guy will come in and do that to the driveway. And then the neighbor will come in and just like smash that away in, in my driveway. And so it gets rid of that. But you basically need a pl- another plow to deal with the, right. the damage. Minor the first plow plow Jr. <laughs> Yeah, the, someone said, does salting actually work? If you live in the Northeast and you do not salt after you shovel or snow you're blow, an idiot. <laughs> you're Hitler. Like, legitimately. Oh, so you're shoveling for nothing, right? Yeah. Pretty well, much, you're just, yeah. creating, you're just creating an ice uh, situation for anyone walking uh, on that path. Yeah, I'd rather you not shovel at all. Like, it's genuinely safer <laughs> if you do not shovel at all. And my favorite thing, which I know you don't get in the South, <laughs> large parking lots... They just have to make a sacrifice to a section of the parking lot where they stack (laughs) all the snow from the parking lot, like 20 feet high. And it does not go away until like June. And it turns brown, like it turns like brownish color, like fairly quickly. It's like like looking at a canyon, like how were the wet water sugar pile? Uh... It's different (laughs) colors going up to the top. Like it's very fun. That's one of my favorite things about living in the Northeast, the giant pile of snow and i'm sure who gets that too free snow yeah we used uh, to have that on the the playground at school and we would conquer the the pile you know? i said that sounds awesome yeah, yeah you get it at school that would feel awesome yeah that was always fun going outside in the winter you get your snow stuff on and go out there on the pile of snow Very as fun. a as a kid the plow did create some like pretty good snow forts like if you if it's strategically around a corner or some places because it is just Great. a straight wall of ice mm-hmm. <laughs> Packard school, you you boys doing any crapping? Well, I got some crapping. Please. Uh, Dana White slap league. <laughs> Lost. AEW was the number three viewed thing in, in its time slot. The only two things higher. NBA games. Uh, 700,000. No, no. 900,000 people are watching AEW. Uh, guess how many people watch slap league? 200,000. People watched Slap League. They lost 700,000 viewers. I don't think it makes a full season. No one's watching that crap. It sucks. Crap all over it. The ratings speak for themselves. See ya. Two thumbs down. I did see like the only video of people definitely having concussions. Yeah. Like the, uh, the low lights, uh, mm-hmm. which I had not seen. I was like, okay, oh, no. Multiple people going to like fencing posture. Episode one should not be a draw. Yep, no, nope. um, it's not a draw. All the clips are going viral of people basically shitting on them and saying this sucks. So, 
I don't know. If, if, if you enjoy it, that's really, really low IQ uh, entertainment, in my opinion. Package, you uh, doing some crapping? I got some mild crapping. I'm not as informed on the issue as I should be, but I'm crapping um, Vox Media and SB Nation. Uh, Vox Media recently decided to lay off 7% of its workers, and it seems like it's mostly mm. just like SB Nation bloggers. And from the tweets I've seen of like people I know, it seems like they just like set up these SB Nation bloggers to fail and then was like, look, you guys aren't doing any well, uh, and then decide to fire people. And unfortunately, uh, a TWS uh, fan, Sam Minton, who does the blog for the New England Revolution up here, actually attended in person to watch me eat that awful sandwich. Uh, he lost his role blogging about the revs. And so I'm crapping Vox Media for coming after one of our own. Uh, and you know, he like spends a lot of his time doing good coverage for, uh, local soccer and, um, I'm crapping him. That's bullshit. Like, like, let the man succeed. I don't support him following you to eat that sandwich, but no, everything <laughs> no that, else, was a, I, that was a wild boy decision. Uh, yeah. but he was, he was there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, sucks for our band, Sam Minton. Some good crapping boys. Did we do four for four crapping? Uh, you're trying to talk a little hoop. You talk crap and you talk <laughs> NBA referees. Jesus Christ. Oh, Get him. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Fucking Christ. What was going on last night? Like that was some of the worst officiating. Whatever do you mean? I'm, I'm glad the Celtics won because if I do this after a loss, everyone's like, oh, you're missing the point. And it's like, I always say the Celtics, like the Celtics have never lost a game because of the referees. They don't help in a lot of situations. <laughs> but last night specifically, like all we've ever been told about replay is if they can't overturn it unless there's clear, conclusive evidence, there is no clear evidence that ball hit Jalen Brown's foot. None. There's no clear evidence Al Horford has ever even seen Andrew Wiggins, let alone <laughs> touched him. They went 0 for 2 on reviews. 0 for and 2. Then, that was and then the regulation, right? There was another no, the moment. Andrew Wiggins' one was uh, overtime. Overtime okay. one was end of regulation. Okay, there was another okay. moment where there's like a they didn't know what happened, and they all the referees just looked at each other, and it's like, but <laughs> like this is the way. Why we have the replay system? Like it was like, nope, jump ball. It's like we have the technology. We're gonna we we're used to pausing the game. Just like go over and look at the stupid replay. The right. wild thing though is, um, I was recording the Celtics podcast earlier, and one of our listeners had, um. Warriors under 117 and a half. The Warriors end up with 118. And so that Wiggins three point foul on three pointer is terrible. And then the Marcus Smart throwing a pasta. Who knows? And have that Dante DiVincenzo three at the end. It's one of the worst beats I've heard in a while. If to have 117 and a half and have the Warriors get to 118 based on that uh, Horford phantom foul on Wiggins is awful. Well, I'm pretty sure the line in general was Celtics three and a half. I see someone had it five Ooh. and a half, but I think it was three and a half, which as you can see, uh, <laughs> was, was a tough <laughs> beat. Well, Steph hit the, th is it in the first half or first quarter? He hit a first um, half. First half. Uh, so it's like, uh, I hope they didn't cook me on the under. And then you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. Not feeling so good. Oh, and, and Steph's celebration when he hit a 46-footer at the buzzer. Run did a whole lap of the stadium saying, I like, I own this town. I didn't care for that much, sir. Act like you've been there before, Steph. You've hit plenty of 46 footer buzzer beaters. 
you know, be be a, a class gentleman and just walk into the locker room and take your handshakes like an adult. I didn't I didn't care for that at yeah, all. Hand the ball back to the ref after you score. <laughs> that's in, yeah, go get the ball forty five feet away. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> like Barry Sanders, a yeah. real man's man. That didn't bother me. I mean, that was I mean <laughs> the second he had the ball, I was like, Well, this is for sure going it. Tatum played like a real asshole yesterday. Like he was and I get it, he's been playing a lot of minutes, but when you've got fifty one for the Hornets, so you can't come out and exclusively pass to the other team when it's the Warriors at home. That he was played it terribly, but still had thirty four and nineteen boards. I hate that argument. He like he was he was bad <laughs> last night. He was genuinely bad. Nick Man Stark. He had 12 free throws. Like, if this were in bead, we'd be calling him a free throw merchant. Like, let's call it how it is. He was, he showed up when it mattered. You want, I want my team to have the free throw merchant. Yeah, no, the free throws are important. That's the difference between this game and the finals last year. Last year, he played this bad and has 17 17 points. (laughs) But he also should have had more free throws. Like, if, if Jalen has that game last night, this is what it always comes back to with me. If Jalen had that exact game last night, all I'd be hearing about is like he has to stop driving down the paint. He keeps getting stripped. Having to Tatum all game. Like he was not all season. That's this is why it stands out to me. All season, he's been so much better about that, about not getting stripped every time he goes down the lane. And last night was was brutal. And I, I'm not even trying to make it a Warriors thing. Uh, as so many people were trying to do during the game, like, oh, Tatum does not figure out the Warriors. Like, no, that's not it at all. Like, we've won seven in a row. You're not going to win every single game. You're bound to have a bad game now and then. But it was infuriating to watch him play as he did because he wasn't playing aggressive. Like, it was taking him out of the defensive end. That's what bothers me. He was making zero impact on the defensive end because he was he was doing the crying to the refs thing, which he had been better about all year and it's just like this is affecting the entire team and when he's supposed to be on this mvp level that's not the mvp performance we expect like we have to hold him to a higher standard if we're also going to be pushing him as literal mvp we don't like this isn't a he didn't earn it's an earn not given award we can't just be like oh we really like this guy he's the mvp no you gotta show it and and he genuinely like he how many turnovers did he have at the end of the game he's continuously how many blocks did al horford every time al horford blocked a shot (laughs) just immediately let's give him another go at it man come on uh no come on no uh he Jordan, had one where he just alive. pulled up. It wasn't like even driving. He just pulled up, tried to pass it, and just threw it directly to the other team. That was the most infuriating one. And then Smart did it too. Uh, Smart's Smart ball out of bounds. Jalen Brown had to save it in overtime. And I'm no one like reviewed it. I never saw. I went back and watched it. They didn't replay it at all on TNT. Jalen Brown did not save that ball. Like that was absolutely a turnover, <laughs> wildly out of bounds. But they just kind of kept play going, and the Celtics got, like won that game. Oh, I thought the I thought the replay I saw he did actually get it. It was for sure close, and they sh- for sure should have looked at it. But again, those yeah. refs were bad. Those refs were really bad. Um, yeah, Jalen. Jalen, I've I've said forever should be like, especially since defenses are keying in on Tatum for like the late shot. Jalen's pretty much always open and pretty much always hits it. Like he should be the last shot guy. Not every time, but more than he gets. Him hitting that three was proof positive again of that for me. Um, but Horford and, and Rob Williams, I felt like deserve all the credit for this win. They were I was like, Horford's I, the one. Yeah. Rob Rob was I'm shocked he only had eleven rebounds because he he seven, got every seven offensive rebounds is crazy. I was surprised he missed like two shots. shots. I was like, I don't, is it six for eight for Rob Williams? 
Yeah. Or six for one six. of them. Six for eight. One, no, one of them. Oh, yeah. One of them. He got a rebound and did like a one eighty and just kind of threw it at the rim. <laughs> that was. Uh, he didn't need to do that. He would have easily scored there. Um, and Brogdon was was tremendous as well. I'm I'm shocked he was only five of fifteen. It felt like he was much more money than that. Well, no, the Celtics missed so many layups and so many threes. This is the first time they've won a game shooting less than 40% this year. Like, they, yeah. it was a very ugly win. But, like, the defense was, like, they held the Warriors to 17 points in the fourth quarter, which is, like, the whole reason they won. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors, like, Steph is insane. Just the, the every single time he drives and relocates and hits a three, is just like, I don't know how you defend him for an entire game and to, to hold him to actually to 27 and the Warriors to 17 in the in the fourth quarter is is kind of wild yeah and it's like the clips of like to what Jim was saying it's of course everybody knows it's Steph Curry as soon as he gets off the ball like guard him even more closely like it, <laughs> right. should, still, it should be more eyes on him and he's still like he's not sprinting he's still just jog right into an open three it's like how, how did that happen like it's a like a a good defense and my thing, the thing I know is about the Warriors, they just need more size, man. They just look real little bitty out there against Boston in particular. I got someone for him. How about Sergi Baca? <laughs> Come on, man. I had somebody youthful. Um, I mean, when Looney plays, uh, I think I saw Podium there right before we came on. He was like, don't bury the Warriors yet when they played this five. And I'm pretty sure Looney was in it. They have the best uh, point differential in the league or best. Um, Rating, Looney's, Looney's the, the best rim no, protector good, yeah. in the league. Like Looney is just somehow is like some sort of witch magic where he just like goes up every time. There's never a foul call. Like he's he's amazing. I don't know what he does. He just baits people, mostly Jason Tatum, into just, just terrible decisions around the rim. <laughs> he should. No, I guess I should say, like bigger size on the wing. Yeah. I should, because it's like Tatum and Brown are big wings, of course, but it's like when they want to, they can just go over Steph or Poole or Don. I feel like Poole lately. Jordan Poole, the only person I ever seen just running full speed on every single defensive rotation, every single one. He's running full speed, and it's like, Dad, I don't know if that's by design. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're supposed to be like, like turning around like the fajitas came uh, and sprinting out to the three point line every single time. And maybe like Kuminga, he's been out and was playing well before he got hurt. Jamichael Green was playing well before he got hurt. Like maybe that's the size they need on the wings, but right now it. I don't know. And maybe it's like this is a bad hard to say it's a bad matchup for a team they beat last year, but this ain't last year. Like this the Golden State defense, I think they're in like eighteenth, nineteenth. They were one and two last year, so this does not last year. I I don't know who Anthony Lamb is. Yeah, oh, so much Lamb. He's last been night. solid. <laughs> like it's I don't know who that is. Every time he was on the court, I was like, You are not a person. But Vermont? he seems kind of big. He seems tall. I was gonna say I wouldn't have guessed six. I didn't know how tall he was. I wouldn't have guessed six six. Yeah, from Vermont powerhouse, blue is blood. He, is he? Is there a guy named Jeremy Lamb? Is he related to him? There is a Jeremy Lamb. I do Jeremy not Lamb think does they're related. In fact, exist. Eyes too <laughs> open to be uh, related yeah. to Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> and yeah, Steph nine for twenty five. Clay eight for sixteen. I thought Draymond played a good game. Like just a very, very Draymondy game. 11 with no 13 boards, nine assists. I don't know how many points he had, but it's irrelevant, really. It's actually, when he hit that three. I know last year the Warriors were damn near undefeated in games he hits a three. So when he hit that, <laughs> I was ready to call it. I was yeah. like, well, fuck. <laughs> Game over. Uh, it's uh, actually Anthony Lamb's birthday today. 
Sounds like he's a bad person per chat. Uh, so oh, that's no. good. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh. No happy birthday for Anthony. Did not know that. Okay. Oh. Unhappy birthday. Oh. Did not um, know that. Mm. White Dante needs more minutes, but he's tiny too. Like they just, I don't. He is. I just, like, I still feel like, like, once it went to overtime, it's like Boston's winning this. Because right. Golden State should have won the way it seemed like it was ending. And it was like, take, like I, I don't want to overlook the 19 boards and all that. Because I think that's what has, I guess, elevated Tatum to star status. Everybody has nice when the shots don't fall. You're going to shoot nine for 26 or whatever. But are you getting 20 boards, six assists? I think a couple steals. I don't remember them per se, but they're clearly one, in the box score. Uh. One of the steals was... I think it was DiVincenzo trying to throw a pass to Clay Thompson and Clay Thompson just ran away. And so Tatum <laughs> just caught it and ran for a dunk. That was like very early in the game. Uh, yeah, it was a slap. I mean, there was a play in overtime where uh, Kerr drew up a beautiful ATO and Clay was wide open in the corner. Uh, and he just tried to catch it with one hand because he's too high. Also, also and- Wiggins thought he was slick and threw it like a one-handed pass where he, he, he was – it wasn't the best pass, but Clay still should have caught it. It should have been caught. Like it right. definitely should have been hit him in the hand. Uh, and he just tried to be too cool with it instead of catch it with two hands, and it went directly out of bounds. I was like, and he was wide God. open. He was. It was wide a great open. ATO. It was like, whoo, that guy. <laughs> but yeah, a good win. Glad, yeah, glad we didn't get swept by the Warriors because that would have been an infuriating narrative to deal with the rest of the year. I'll say that, and I I don't know how crazy it sounds because Golden State is still the favorite to come out of the West, I believe. But is this a team, like, would you all fear that? I think the Celtics are better than this year's team, but would you fear facing this team? No. I see a yes. I see a definite yes and a definite no. No, I Packers, fear or? Rob getting hurt. Like, when Rob's yeah. healthy, we're clearly better than every team in the league. Like, I, I don't think it's particularly close. Um, so that's no. I mean, they still haven't beat a 500 team on the road. Last night was the closest they got. They just, yeah, so they're getting closer not... <laughs> on the way up. <laughs> like, that was Jalen's first game back, and he looked terrible the first three quarters. He saved them in the end, and especially defensively in the fourth quarter. I think he did an incredible part of the reason they only scored 17 was a lot of Jalen being like, fuck this, I've got Steph. Um, but, yeah, I, like, when we're healthy, I think we clear literally every team in the league. Steph is Steph. Like, he can, of course, change a series on his own. But they're like the Warriors are so like last year they had Otto Porter and Gary Payton hitting like very clutch shots for them. They and didn't lock it up. Them. Right. Yeah, exactly. They didn't replace them at fucking all. So it's like they're worse than last year. We're much better than last year. So I, I cannot find myself fearing this team. Packard, why are you scared? Steph Curry? Like I like I think the Celtics would be favored in like any series. Doesn't mean I want to play Giannis in the playoffs or play Steph. I think the Warriors are, they have the same record now that the Celtics did last year at this point. And I think they're like, for some reason, I don't understand why they just don't play defense on the road. But I think we saw last night, like when they want to ramp up their defense, they can clearly get to a point where they're one of the better defensive teams in the league. And then it's just in a series having to guard Steph for all of that time. Plus Clay can just make shots and plus Draymond with the passing and the movement. I still think the Celtics would be favored, but it's like in terms of teams I want to play in the playoffs, I don't think uh, the Warriors uh, are near the top of my list. Yeah, I could say like I 
maybe you want to go through them for last year. It's like this team, I think, would be favored. But for whatever, I don't know, like Draymond and Looney's defense, I want to give credit to that. But yeah, if Tatum's like, I don't know, I, I'm throwing it up for grabs out there. I, I see white and blue, and I don't know what to do. I think Boston would clearly be favored. But if Golden State gets that far, it would feel like they got it together or got healthy or made a trade, whatever. It would take. They're still the favorite. That feels like sucker's bet, but right. I mean, I, they I'd are the defending rather, champ. I'd much rather play like the Hornets, uh, the Rockets, in the finals. <laughs> in the finals, yeah, preferable. Uh, but in the real world, like it, nothing worries me outside of health. If we get to the, and I think a lot of people mm. finally, I don't know why it took till last night for people to realize Al Horford is not too concerned about the regular season. Uh, <laughs> like he's literally only shot threes. Played defense and not played back to back. He was he Last was night, concerned about this game though. He was like, "We're fucking winning this game." I'm posting right. up Andrew Wiggins, giving him the two small. And he, was, he was locked minutes. in. Yeah, and there was a there's a stat Sean Grandy posts pretty much every time the Celtics get down seven. He's like, "The second the Celtics get down ten, they're much worse than when they get down nine or lower. Like if they keep it at nine, and the Warriors never push it past nine. I was that's all I was watching. Mm. Like it, while it was nine, if it stays nine, we're winning this game. If they push it to double digits, we're fucked for whatever reason. We're fucked when it gets pushed to double digits. That's and my new really Jalen stat. We're yeah, we're really bad on more than a day rest. More than two uh, days. No, two days rest. We have like a, we're like two and seven. This is like a, a third three and win of the now. year. Yeah, three and seven now, but horrible with a lot of rest. Undefeated on back-to-backs, though. <laughs> Two days rest in the finals. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Who, uh, I had a couple other games last night. Before we take a break. Uh, should we talk uh, some Joel Embiidovich? Uh, that, that meme's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who you starting? Start one, bench one, cut one. Here we got yeah, Joel Embiid. Now, he's a foul merchant, Scoob, a crybaby. Jokic's a better defender and scorer. Things that everyone says, that Jokic is a better defender than Joel Embiid. But Joel em Joe Embiidich. Well, he's Shaq with the... Philly, <laughs> a... South Philly nonsense is this. <laughs> he's Shaq with a jump shot, however you know. He's the best two-way player in the NBA and the unanimous 2022 MVP. Handing these flyers outside of Wawa, you get one free with a hoagie. Hey, that's Ed Sheeran's hair. I don't know why they put Ed Sheeran's hair <laughs> and beard on him, but who you you going Adebayovic, Zion Williamsonovich, or uh Embiidich? Who that that's where the meme's dead. Is does anyone think Zion's bad? They just think he's unhealthy. Like that's like that's not the knock on Zion. Yeah, why is he he's Dominican there? They didn't even make him white. They made him like <laughs> they just made his forehead bigger. This is Cuban poppy, man. Uh, yeah, they, did, they did some like serious melanin changing for Bam, but <laughs> science is no nothing. I, I dunked the ball, puppy. Uh, <laughs> Zion Williamson, um, give me him. But Philly won again. And B, I think it's good wins. They are listen. They're all good wins when Doc Rivers is coach. Um, no, Maxie coming off the for whatever reason he's. <laughs> Either by lying or, or telling the truth, he's getting like Maxi to accept it. I saw they are, well, Portland kind of stinks, but yeah, Maxi's back eleven games, 
they're eight and three since he came back and four and one in games where he's coming off the bench. And a stat I heard Zach Lowe say, James Harden leads the league in points created by assist this year. 29 points a game from Harden's assist. I had not realized that. I think it's uh, him and Embiid have like the highest assist percentage to one another, like almost historic levels of just passing to each other, which I know it's the regular season. I can't imagine that's going to work great in the playoffs. Uh but it should it should get them to the second round uh, once once it gets there. I think they need to have a, another play because uh, otherwise, like and it for pick and roll guys, those two great. Like it's a great duo to have. I just don't know how far it can take you. Never heard of Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> they lost. No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have to buy his hairs. Uh, when you say school. Kobe and Shaq and that PJ Tucker holding it down every night with that zero point stat line. <laughs> hey, listen, I, that's slick why it works. It's like, hey, Melton comes in and plays defense. PJ Tucker doesn't need shots. Tobias does, but we don't really care about him. Let's just me. <laughs> let's just me and you do the dance, James. And James Harden's like, yes. Also, we will that, do the dance. With Maxi coming off the bench, it's like. You can have Maxi in for all of the non-Harden minutes, and so you can let Maxi cook in that, and then you don't have to play Maxi and Harden together for long stretches of time just because that would be bad defensively. Yeah, that and Embiid has scored at least thirty every single game this calendar year. So if they just want to, if they keep those couple of things going, like again, the two-man game can work if one guy is the Shaq with a jump shot rifle MVP, and the other guy is. <laughs> Like, legit scoring, I don't know what Harden's at, 22, 23 a game, but then assisting on another 30? That's chaos. Yeah, So yeah, but the assisting from Harden and the Embiid scoring cancel each other out, so it's not really that impressive because it's the same. I don't know if they cancel each other out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> he said, James, Nullify. James said two rights make a wrong. Yeah, that's... Well, you can't, you're, like, you're double counting them. You're giving right, them credit it's double for counting. They don't cancel each other out, though. To... Like, <laughs> it's a stat. Quarterback and receiver. I got you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Justin Jefferson catches all these yards, but you can't count Kirk Cousins throwing all of them. Yeah, that's I, ridiculous. I don't think you should. No, there are um, people that do think quarterbacks shouldn't get the yards after catch. They, there are people that believe that. I don't hate it. I don't know. I, I don't think quarterback. I don't think Kirk Cousins should get yards after catch for Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't get catches, man. Justin Jefferson. He's like, man, he he would have threw it to himself if he could. That's a completion for uh, for Jettas. Did you see? A, did you see Akeem say uh, Jokic is better than Embiid? <laughs> I did. You see, mean you mean that a Wanovich? Akeem. <laughs> No, what if he was Amer uh Adam uh I don't know even I can't even Americanize Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl Oates. Um Yeah, what did he what was his reason for preferring Jokic? Because I did like, see the quotes, but I was like, are these ball sacks? I don't think they were. Uh it was but it was like the NBA Central, one L. Uh <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but it was like, yeah, Embiid shoots threes, but he shouldn't. Jokic, that's a guy who can shoot threes. They're like the same exact level of three-point shooting. <laughs> like, there's no discernible difference between the two. Arrest. Uh, uh. Yeah, I didn't I didn't find that to be a, the most compelling argument I've ever read, uh, pro or against either of them. Wait till he sees Adebayevich. 
saying Hakeem is sorry. It's like, but I would hope about what, man? Hakeem's still better than both of them for real. He tried for to now. Uh, for did now, one of them go to Hakeem Footwork School and one of them not. Like, wasn't that a? Th is, is Hakeem still doing that? Or is he? I feel like both of them realized, like, hey, man, Hakeem was just taking them boys' money. Come on down, Dwight. One foot and pivot it was, off the other. <laughs> it was Dwight Howard sending the message to Hakeem: three hundred dollars or ten thousand. You teach me some post moves. Right. Yeah, I think he was upset. <laughs> Neither of them would send the three hundred. <laughs> You can go to downtown Houston and find that. And everyone was like, okay. I don't know if, MB, if uh, excuse me, MB, if uh, Yoki, does he have a trainer? I feel like he's just, I just go to the court and just work, he, man. He just gets just chased around working. by his two brothers who threaten violence. His horse is his trainer. <laughs> his cardio, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> more legs, more legs. I had a couple of, the only other thing I had is Cam Johnson is back already and we i just remember we pointed out the meniscus tear it was november the 4th the meniscus is definitely something you want to come back from in two years or excuse me two months right before you get paid so i'd say like i legitimately hope it goes well but just historically it's been rocky when you get it i think it's snipped or excuse me removed instead of trimmed because that uh time takes longer ben simmons got tossed it was tough he was upset about something. Someone and Claxton heard you talking shit. Someone nah, fouled he, Ben Simmons, and they're like, "Ben, you need to take free throws right now." He said, "No, I will bullshit. not be doing that, sir." It wasn't a foul. It wasn't a foul. Greg got him out of there. Yeah, anything twenty eleven and three for uh, Nick Claxton, Jabbar McMahon. Your thoughts? I was gonna say that I'm saying the one seventeen is uh, more than one twelve, <laughs> so that's. I feel vindicated. Uh, maybe he should have spending less time on the offensive end and uh, more time uh, stopping the the run. The Suns making the score baskets play. Has That's Rob, what I would say. Has Rob Williams ever scored twenty points before? Oh yeah. Mm, I never seen a school. I haven't He's seen a big dunk merchant. He's uh, a <laughs> lob merchant. <laughs> yeah, uh, which infuriates me. Rob's actually a really good set shot that he never takes because he's afraid to hold the ball. For more. He had some coach as a child who was like, if you hold the ball for more than one second, I will drown your family. And it he explodes. refuses uh. <laughs> he refused to hold the ball more than a second. It's one of the funniest things in basketball right now. Except how quickly he, he gets throws rid of the it. ball away in the backcourt just because he's needs. He's just tipping the ball to everyone. Rob's Williams' favorite pass is just a tip pass. Good pass. Strong to tip pass. Good pass. Mm -hmm. hmm. uh, oh, one thing I did want to say before we take a break. This Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday, mm -hmm. we will be doing a watch along. We mentioned earlier we're trying some new things. This is one of the new things we're trying. I'm hoping uh, you all will tune in with us. So Wednesday, it's going to be Brooklyn, Philly. Brooklyn, Philly. They We needed some teams that everybody loved. So we got mm -hmm. Brooklyn and Philly. Wednesday night, I believe it's the ESPN. So that day, we will not have a, a show during the morning. We hope you will tap in with us that evening. I'll keep mentioning this, but did want to put that on people's radar. I hope you tap in with us this Wednesday uh, for our watch along. Yep, and it's on the same YouTube and everything. It'll be the same setup. We're just going to have the game cast going and us watching the game, and we're just going to be shooting the shit. Be a good time. So if, they, if that interests you at all, <laughs> you should join. If you like sports. If Philly yeah, chooses that, they've been good. Philly's been good. If they have a bad night, that's a tough night to have a bad night. That's what I'm saying. Like with no KD, it 
Claxton versus B, man. This is what <laughs> this is what the people just he got him in hell, man. And B don't he don't have an answer for him. Uh, so yes, Wednesday night, yeah, Wednesday morning, you might have to do a little work. We do apologize for that, but for our Wednesday evening workers, you get to slack off with the boys. So keep that in mind. Again, we, we'll be mentioning that. Uh, let's take five. We got some divisional football to preview, boys. Got some divisional games to go through. So thumbs up on the two, please. Subscribe, come back, and talk through the games with us. Welcome back. Happy Friday, hour three. Thank you for joining us. Tapping that thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribing to chat with us. The boys are here, and divisional round football is here as well. Four games. And this feels like this is consistently like this is the sweet spot. Like wild card, you get some junk. Conference championship is just quantity wise, not enough. Now Super we got Bowl stinks. Generally, yes. Um, I think we got some quality and quantity here. We uh, start at the top Saturday, 3.30. Scoobs Jags go to Kansas City. Chiefs are favored by eight and a half, over under 52 and a half. And these teams played in week 10. Kansas City won 27 to 17. Trevor Lawrence got sacked five times. Patrick Mahomes got sacked zero times. Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't really do that. So what uh, what, what are we thinking? Where are we leaning? And can, oh, Scoop, can we get a poll up? Oh, yes. Uh, while, while we talk through the games. Don't you? Chiefs should have been able to choose when they play, given the Trevor Lawrence on Saturday record. Like I'm, I'm the one seed. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing on Sunday. Like that's kind of that's shenanigans. Well, would you want to? If you think it's lunch, the earlier you play, the earlier you rehab, the earlier you rest. Uh, and also, Trevor Lawrence never lost on a Saturday. Patrick Mahomes has never lost in the divisional round or at home. All right, that's ever. Never mind. Disregard. <laughs> uh, yeah. But he's he definitely never lost divisional round. So it's that versus Trevor Lawrence's streak. Oh, is that KC eight or nine? It changed to something. Nine on uh nine. Okay. ESPN right now. I eight and I saw eight and a half yesterday. So it's moving toward the Chiefs. What do we uh what do we think? Who's uh, got the who's got the edge? I think the Chiefs cover. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover. But I don't know. They feel they feel like a, the team of destiny this year. So I'm starting to lean towards they might win. Dougie and the boys I mean, pull you it mean out. The Jags, right? There's oh no yeah, the, the Jags. The Jags. Yeah. Sorry, the Jags. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Jags. I was reading chat, but yes. I just don't know, man. Like, what's concerned? I just I feel like this is Chris Jones' game. I saw Jackson. They're 31st in pass block win rate, 29th in run block win rate. And Chris Jones feast. Like I feel like against anybody, but especially now. And if they like sack Mahomes a lot last time, they got up tw- I think twenty to zip and kind of had to switch things up. I kinda see that happening again. I just I don't know the, I'm trying to think of the what would have to happen for the Jaguars to uh, jump out early, get a lead. And then hold that lead. I, I don't know. Special teams plays. But the Chiefs have historically been rough at, I believe, right? 
I was going to say, it's going to have to be one of those. You steal a play or a muff punt or you can play field position or you can't have any. Start the game with an onside kick. Hmm? Hmm? If there was a coach to do it, it'd be Doug Peterson. Now, he'd be handing the Patrick Mahomes a 38-yard field. Conserving clock. Make him score too fast. <laughs> Is Doug Peterson actually bad? <sighs> You know, I feel like all these games, because you can you can bet on like a defensive or special team score. I feel mm -hmm. like all of these games might have one. They all might. Like just looking at these matchups, a way to parlay that for all four. What would the odds be? <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder if you can. Enough for us to all retire, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be my move. Uh, every NBA game, I was like, one of these is going to overtime. They never did. There was never another over overtime game. Since I started picking only only overtime picks. I know I know my, my my buddy Hammer, he likes doing tie at half for every game. Just every game he does tie at half. Just because it might be a tie at the half. You never know. It might. It might. Whiskers used to be like, nah, I know Isaiah Thomas doesn't get a lot of blocks, but <laughs> two and a half is really all I need. It's plus to the shortest team in the league. Uh, that's like the people that parlay first basket score. And they're like, look, I got the numbers that say these guys all get it. That I get that one more because that feels like that's one you make every like I'm taking MB to score first basket every time. He gets the post up first every time. I see that more than uh, some of that junk I was throwing against the wall. But oh, oh, when it hit, baby, it was steak and lobster. It was steak and lobster. Once a, a literal blue moon. Um, what do we think? Do you, Do you think Trevor Lawrence has like the the playoff jitters out of him, like? He's not. He's not going to benefit from so. getting to play the Chargers in the second half again. So, like, at I mean, home, I don't. I don't think the Chiefs will be as forgiving uh, if he throws, you know, multiple interceptions. Although we saw the Bills turn the ball over a, a number of times and still win the game, but I don't know. I, it's harder to do that against Mahomes. Yeah, he like Trevor Lawrence was like, you know, our stadium was pretty loud. I can't imagine Arrowhead is much louder. And I was like, oh boy, that uh -oh. might. <laughs> Yeah, that... you, realize, you realize they're generally quiet for you on offense, Trevor. It'll be yeah, different that... in Kansas City. And also, to the bigger case, if I was him, I'd be like, "Listen, I played in college where it's ninety-five thousand people yelling. That, I think that's the right the yelling. Yeah, that don't phase me. But if yeah, he does get get off the early jitters, that quote will be making some rounds. I imagine. Oh, for, if they lose by one uh, in like a very back and forth game, it'll be like, thought you said it was quiet, pussy yes, boy. Dude, one false start or one right. delay of game. I had a perfect passer rating. Not enough. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I uh, I don't think the Jags are in, like all too worried about the Chiefs. Like I don't, the Chiefs have some flaws. They're not as perfectly built as they, I mean, they've truly never been perfectly built. They've always had something, even when, they went to two Super Bowls in a row. That line was questionable. So it's like I don't, I don't know if the Jags have enough defensively. Like Tyson Campbell's been incredible this year, but Mahomes is smart enough to just not throw that way ever. Uh, so this, if anything, this feels like a game Kelsey eats, um, mm. which he typically does. But it's like that's really I don't I don't know who on on Jacksonville is going to take him out. Um, so that's like, that's that's where I, I see the Jags faltering. And yeah, Chris Jones is a monster. Everyone behind him kind of isn't. Uh, 
Um, so if that's if, why they run it, the Chris, Chris, get home, uh, play. <laughs> He's pretty good at it, but yeah. he sure is. He, he, he sure is. Um, and can he take over this game? Absolutely. I'm not ever going to say anything negative about, uh, Chris Jones, but I, I kind of want to pick the Jags. Like I, I kind of do. I'm not going go. to, but I kind of want to. Um, it doesn't mean man, you get it wrong. Pick them. I'm picking them now. I've decided to pick them. I'm picking them for Coley. Coley won't pick them. I'll pick them. Now I'm certainly on the Chiefs. So. <laughs> I was saying, am I the only one? I'm, Chiefs going to uh, hold up the TWS bracket. Nobody believe. I got 37-23 uh, Chiefs, man. I, I just... Mahomes don't lose divisional round, man. I, I, I think they could make it somewhat close, but it's not going... If you give them any kind of turnovers, it's not going to be a... They only score 17 points on 18 turnovers you gave them. They'll capitalize there. I'm going 37-23. Chiefs. Yeah, Andy Andy Reid off the bye is still horrifying. Like that that tells more to me than uh, Trevor Lawrence beating like Georgia Tech uh, five <laughs> years ago. You know what I mean? Like that, that right. means more to me than that. And high school. Uh... <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> you think they cover like over under? Give me a score. I'll go a little lower than you. I think I would take the under points, like combined points in this mm. game. Can't wait for it to be to 60 to 57. Um, but yeah, I'll go 24, 21 Chiefs. Packard school got a score. Uh, feels, like a, feels like a push to me. Um, I'm going, tie ball game. I'm going 31 to 23. That's not a push. 31-22 uh, Chiefs. I'm going to say 31-27. I'm going to go Jaguars. I'm going to say they pull it out. Something They're pulling out. Dougie Peterson with the visor. He's going to look uh, shell-shocked at the end of the game. It's going to be great. Now listen, he won't. He's like, this is kind of what I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's kind of <laughs> why the Jags shouldn't be all that worried. Like If they just trust Dougie P, like, I think they can win this game. I genuinely do. Let's see what the people say. Stop the poll, school. Yes, yes. Oh, Jesus. Not even close. Oh. 100 to... Z- no. Uh, 75-24. That... A quarter of the votes against, like, Patrick Mahomes... That, I feel like that's respect for this Jags team. Like, I, I do... Mm-hmm. They're coming, and I think they're going to have a... Lawrence will have a couple throws. ETN will have, like, a crazy run. Like, we'll see a couple individual parts. Like, it's it's coming, but... Y'all ran into the Chiefs, man. No, no shame in that. Right. That all we got for uh, this one. Next game. Mm-hmm. Giants and the Eagles. Philly favored by seven and a half. Over under forty eight. Scoop. If we get the poll going, uh, see what the people think. This will be the third matchup. Philly won forty eight to twenty two. Do we want to do we- for the poll? Do we want to do the spread or just win or lose? Uh, I'm fine with win or lose, but I'm okay. open. It's, it's, I was just thinking. I was like, we not. I don't think we're good enough at this to be <laughs> going. <laughs> big in the I saw our, our bracket from last week. I think we got half right, half wrong. Uh, Eagle. Yeah, they played. Yeah, week fourteen, and then the last week of the season. So this will be the third time they've played in like five weeks. Which I don't know if that. It's just interesting. Like for a divisional rival, y'all play three times in five weeks. 
And we saw last week Ravens-Bengals was closer than it probably should have been. Bills-Dolphins closer than it probably should have been because you're playing a team three times. So Giants-Eagles, where uh, – What's what's the case for the Giants? I guess we know the case for the Eagles. The Eagles cut off dreams and nightmares at practice. Uh, what was the other thing they did? Played Eminem. Uh, well, well, there was that. But Jalen Hurts oh, wore the what jersey? Oh, no, Jalen Brunson wore the Jalen oh, yeah. Hurts jersey. Then they lost. Yeah, mm, that's tough. Meek Mill. Like I don't know if he did anything. Just Meek Mill. I was uh, trying to sell that bulletproof uh, <laughs> Cadillac. That's what Meek Mill's trying to do. Yeah, he's the uh, replies. You, hey, I'm trying to sell a gun on Telegram, guys. Like that was Meek Mill the whole time. Uh, I mean, the Giants, as we've seen, uh, low, not a positive point differential. Uh, they look better. I mean, Dex Lawrence is a monster. They've 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 got guys all over. They they just don't have any receivers, which might be good because the Eagles have like the best cornerback duo in the league. So maybe it's a positive. I'll say Hodgins and a. It was a Slayton last week to that drop was yeah. cooking. Richie James, I, too. He's pretty good. Richie, Richie James had a good game. I, I think Dexter Lawrence is the case. Like, similar, like, well, not some, like, they don't need Chris Jones. They don't even do stuff. I don't think they win this unless Dexter Lawrence has a rig, four tackles for loss, two and a half sack, eight pressure, like, just wrecks that line. But Lane Johnson was not on, like, he's back and not on injury report. So it seems like he's right. fully healthy. I know it's not a, perfect positional matchup but the numbers when lane johnson on or off are, are drastic that you would need danny dimes to look exactly how he did last week against mm-hmm. not the vikings defense <laughs> i think is a, a kind way to say about these eagles saquon will have to go create like ball control all that and even then eagles loaded man i was gonna say i think they'd have to take out like Dexter Lawrence, if he had one sack, but it took Hurts out of the game, I think that would be more impactful <laughs> than four sacks. You know what I mean? Like I, he just threw him up I, in the crowd. Uh, I do think if Jalen Hurts plays this whole game, they win relatively comfortably. I just can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't see it for the and not even that they'll play poor. I think it'll be close. Like I do think the Giants like late backdoor cover just because the playing three times divisional thing, but I don't think it'll be a particularly close game i've got a 33 26 and it's like giant scoring the last second touchdown going for two and not getting it just to for shits and get for morale but i i don't see it when was the last time the giants only won one playoff game i feel like they either win it all or Uh, they lose in hilarious fashion in the first round like they're not a big uh we won two and then got eliminated type franchise and again, 2011 Giants had a negative point differential and won it all. So if they, if this is the Danny Jones coming out party, again, because uh, he's still trying to get paid. Nah, I just don't know if I see. I'm taking Giants nah. will cover, but I do think the Eagles win. Taking uh, Eagles 38, Giants 21. Not going to be a close Pack- one to me. Packard. Yeah, I, I agree. The Giants are no longer playing the frauds that were the Minnesota Vikings. Another negative point differential team. The Eagles are actually a have been quite good all of year, and I think positive that, point differential. Positive, some would say, <laughs> uh, and so I think that will lead them to victory. The I think they'll have a positive point differential in this game. I'm going Eagles 
32, Giants 17. What do the people think, school? Amherst has spent, I've seen the Giants uh, take down undefeated teams. This, the, the Eagles are defeated, you understand. <laughs> Thrice. <laughs> uh, same as the last one. Uh, Eagles get three quarters of a 74%. Giants get 25%. YC has 122 accounts, I see. Um, also, hey, I'm glad you said that, DQ and Brian. Boston Scott is just a giant killer for for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know if it's like do they did they cut him and like the Eagles let him get a touchdown against him to stick it. To, I don't know what it is, but I think I saw it's like ten career touchdowns. I don't know how many non uh, Giants career touchdowns Boston Scott has. So Boston historically not a fan of the Giants, so I understand where he's where he's coming from. Bada boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I said, how you score 32? I, 16 safeties, man. This ain't math class. Uh, <laughs> he went the down down and distance. We saw, we saw uh, last week, like, making an extra points not a given in the playoffs. So any score can happen. We'll get 16, to the Cowboys. Uh, 16 safeties would be such a funny game. <laughs> school's like, I bet on 15 and a half safeties. I need, I need one more. <laughs> Nah, that would be awesome though. It's like, why that uh, Eagles offense can't get a thing going, but that's safety number twelve. Um, <laughs> it's a hell of a game for the punter, just pitting them at the two yard line multiple times. Well, yeah, long snapper just does not show up. He's like, I can't feel my hands, but we're the only long snapper we have on. <laughs> Unless you want to send Jason Kelsey out there, where's that? Um, next game. And this might be the, the the game we've been trying to watch for a month, man. Uh, but we're unable to due to extenuating circumstances. No, Bengals, Bills. I hope they finally get to play. Let me just say this. Buffalo is favored by five and a half. Over under here, 49. So, yeah, they don't. They didn't see a lot of high scoring games last week. And I think every single one went over. So now I'm betting every single one's going to go under now. But I don't want to pick that because that's stinky and boring. Yeah, didn't play week 17. Since then, Cincinnati's lost two starting offensive linemen in addition to Lyle Collins, who was hurt right before they were supposed to play. So they're really down three. And for Buffalo, they're down two safeties. Like, was it Micah Hyde's been out? But since they were supposed to play, Poyer's been out. And, of course, DeMar... And the question I like, I don't want to come off the wrong way, but where, if you're Buffalo, when do you use the like DeMar leads out the team? It's this week. It has to be this week. He's been at the facility all week, I saw on uh, ESPN. So I I would imagine it's going to be this week. I agree. It's like it's one you you can't wait too late. Uh, Can't use it for Skylar Thompson. He just can't. Uh, Agree. And the next next game, which. if they win, will be in Atlanta. Uh, so it will be enough Bills fans, but this is probably, unless the Jags win, your last home game mm. of the year. Uh, so it has to be this week. And the NFL's kind of floating the idea that all conference championships will be neutral sites, which feels dumb. They just want money. Real dumb. Are they not what making stadium, enough money? That's what, what stadium is so small. 
I get it. Like they're not doing it in Ohio State Stadium, so they can go from sixty k to a hundred k. They're going to the Falcon State. Like, for yeah, what? What's the uh, point of like getting the one seed and just getting one game off? Not enough. You used no. to get you stay at home until then. Nope. Now you got to go to Indianapolis. So, I I hope that doesn't happen. I'm sure it's probably already in the works. Yeah, that would suck. That would mm-hmm. genuinely suck. Um, I I want to pick the Bengals. I feel like a lot of people are picking the Bengals, and I feel like that five and a half line is trying to get a lot of people to pick the Bengals because I think Vegas thinks Bills roll here. Opened uh, at three and a half. So yeah, people are were hammering the Bengals. I'm guessing. Well, it no, opened the bills, uh, the bills, other way. So yeah, opened Buffalo three and a half. Now it's Buffalo five and a half. So yeah, people were thinking so, Buffalo's winning. So I, I Joe Burrow just uh, genuinely not concerned uh, with, with the playoffs. Like, so I don't. It's hard not to pick fake. against him and Chase. Like that, Skylar Thompson was kind of dicing up the <laughs> the Bills. So like, and so was Mac the week before. Like I. <laughs> Bill's secondary can beat a Skylar Thompson. They can beat a Mac Jones. I, and Joe Burrow like isn't too concerned about getting hit. Like he's played against dog shit offensive lines before. I'm going Bengals by like nine. Nine. I got. I'm going big. Twenty-seven, twenty-one. I do feel like a the Josh Allen turnover that they capitalize on. But it's like, I, are the guys that's starting on the offensive line just the starters last year? Like are these yeah. just. <laughs> Joe's like, we've done this before, guys. I know how to avoid pressure and duh every game. But I feel like this is the one where it's like, man, if they just had that Von Miller. Like Von Miller against backup tackles is what would take you home. Yeah. But they don't. So I think I'm also going 20. I got to close 27-21. But I think I am going Cincinnati. Scoob, Jam, what, uh, what are we thinking? Bengals and over. Taking the Bengals, I I just feel like the Bills have looked very beatable, and the the Bengals they feel like they're owed a win here, so they're gonna come out and get it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: the Bengals haven't lost since Halloween, which I didn't know, but the Bills also haven't lost since like two weeks before Thanksgiving. So both of these teams are on crazy win streaks, and this could have been snapped, but they didn't play the game. So it's two hot teams. Packard, who you got? I got the Bills. I just have the image of uh, the Ravens quarterback reaching the football out over and just that hilarious fumble, 99 returns. Like, the Bengals should have lost that game. And so my dumb brain is like, they can't surely win a second game after that. No team's ever ever won multiple games after uh, a bullshit call or, or a crazy play in the first round. That's never happened. No. Um, so... That's the same thing that happened to the Bills last week. With, because the, the Dolphins just couldn't get a call in on time. Otherwise, they would have just kept walking down the field. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention to that part of the game. So. <laughs> Checkmate, Mick. Uh, I was watching yeah. live when the, when the uh, uh, Ravens turned the ball over. Um, plus, you have DeMar Hamlin leading the team out. to give it a bit of a boost. I think the Bills jump out to a an early lead and allows them to do a little bit more of the uh, pass rushing. But um, I'm going to go Bills, 29, Bengals, 18. I could see, like, the case, and again, I'm remembering this for slip purposes. The Bengals' starting corners are Eli Apple and somebody, a name I can't remember, but he's lower in PFF grade than Eli Apple, which <laughs> this is who's covering Steph Diggs and Gabe Davis. 
In Atlanta? No, this one's in uh what's this the what's the weather? Because I was looking at the weather last week and none of it was tracked. So I don't even look <laughs> yeah, at the San weather. Now. It was like, beautiful in San Francisco. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> oh, is it supposed to rain? Is it supposed to snow? Did they get a snowstorm? Whatever it says, it'll be the complete opposite. Okay, so oh. I'm on the I'm on the Democrat and Chronicle.com right now. Yes. And they say in the coming days, meteorologists <laughs> from the National Weather Service in Buffalo said they expect a typical January weekend. There's a chance for a slushy coat of snow by day. That could mean anything. <laughs> so 85 and sunny is what I'm saying. Um, Upper 60s, less than an inch of snow. So. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, like Doug said, Scooby, don't you hate the Bengals, man? Which side are you on? I could still pick them. I'm a realist. I I, I know when I know when the the guns pointed at me. Yeah, yeah, you do literally. Um, Brian Kelly said this is the Gabe Davis four touchdown game. He does kind of do this in the playoffs. That wouldn't shock me. That that's where I'm like, if he, I don't know which one Eli Apple is getting, but I don't like that matchup either. That's what scares me. But Burrow, man, I don't. It's wild to say that about the Bengals. They just have the they just have the guy. So yeah, I'll go Bengals. It'll be wrong, but I do think Sun. Yeah, they we got the good games on Sunday. I'm hoping. Let uh, stop the poll, Scoob. Let's see. Tw- yeah, how do you get 29 points, McMahon? <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> this is what uh, Chris Berman used to do. Uh, like he would give the uh, he'd give like half scores. Because he couldn't outright say he was gambling uh, and talking to those people specifically. Uh, so, like, as you're a kid, you're like, that's not even a possible score. Yeah, I'm like, and- <laughs> a safety and two field goals? Uh, I mean, they yell at us when we go chalk. If I said seven zip, they'd yell at that too, man. <laughs> complain, complain, complain. The people say 62% Bengals. I'm, I am a little surprised, but I thought it would be... Yeah. Major- I thought we had more Bills fans. Where are the Bills fans at? 62 to 37 Bengals to Bills. Okay. And we're on to the next game. Dallas Cowboys 49ers. That one is San Francisco by four, favored by four, over under 46 and a half. So Vegas has this as the lowest scoring game, and I think I agree. Like it's been too much about like the quarterbacks lately. We're just gonna get a, a 17 13 doo-doo show. But what do we think about uh 49ers Cowboys? 49ers in a landslide. Ooh. Talk about it. Christian McCaffrey is a running back who can uh also catch passes out of the backfield. Um, and they'd actually do run the football. They also have this Debo Samuel fella. Um, and the Cowboys just had to do nothing on defense last week. All they had to do was just sit well back rested. and wait as uh, the Bucks, who should not even been in the playoffs, just didn't run the ball. And uh, that was a stupid game. We're all dumber for having watched it. And the Cowboys probably got worse for having played in it. I just think the 49ers have way too much offense uh, compared to the Bucks. And I think that I'm I'm a Purdy believer. Uh, the new scheme oh. out uh, with Josh Norris talks about how well Purdy's playing right now. I just think the the 49ers are a better, better team right now. Wow. Jam said everything I was going to say, but he did not mention <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Historically, 49ers own him, kick his ass. The trend will continue here. Uh, Dad, Mike McCarthy, man. Who? Yeah. 
who's he dominating respectfully? Who who's he just running it up on? Doesn't everybody own McCarthy? Thought he was bad. Dak is throwing three picks this game for sure. That defense is going to give him hell. Someone just said I sound like an AI analyst, and that's the more accurate thing to say about my football team. <laughs> just naming players. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ronnie Lott is healthy. Um, McMahon, you you riding with your Niners? It wasn't until we started looking at the weekend uh, that I thought like no one's really on the Cowboys right now, and they shouldn't. Be. They've not deserved. <laughs> people being in on them. The 49ers are, by all metrics, the better team. 49ers also were in a slugfest with the Seahawks in the first half until, like, the class just pulled away. If they do that against the Cowboys, like, Cowboys are much better than the Seahawks. Just talent pretty much everywhere. Like, this is a really good Cowboys team. I think because they're in the same division as the Eagles, uh, they don't look as good. Yeah, 12 win team. They just had to go yeah. on the road and whoop up on a what, eight win team last week, but no, a very good Dallas team. I I don't know. For whatever reason I want to pick the Cowboys. Like I don't I don't believe in Mike McCarthy at fucking all. But what's what was bothering me this week is they're doing the the side by side comparison with the attributes of Brock Purdy and Dak yeah. Prescott. When I start saying that, and I got, I believe in the Purd too. I think Brock Purdy is is like I'm, I don't think if they lose, it'll be his fault necessarily. He getting blamed, but right, I agree. he will <laughs> get blamed. But I don't think it's yeah. I'm I'm leading the Cowboys here, and it's not like a like I do think San Francisco as as good as any team is in the league. We see every year teams that are as good as every team in the league lose right. before they should. Uh, not like the Chiefs last year lost before they should probably. So I'm I'm going the Cowboys. I don't think it's necessarily correct, but I am going to pick the Cowboys. High score, low score. I think if the Cowboys win, it it will they'll score a lot of points. Uh, <laughs> but like like Micah Par- for as good as for as good as Nick Bosa is, Micah Parsons is as good. Like, he could change this. We're talking about Dexter Lawrence potentially winning a game. I think Micah Parsons can do that. Uh, I think Diggs Diggs can have a pick. Like, he can also get lost and spun like a top. He can also have (laughs) a pick six that changes this game. So, yeah, I'm going to hesitantly pick the Cowboys against my Niners. Um, Even though I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to pick the Cowboys here. I think I'm with you, man. I think like the, the what scares me is like Dak looked uh, amazing. Like maybe the best game Dak Prescott's ever played last week. I don't know if he was sacked. And it's like Nick Bosa, he kind of does that sacking thing. Mm-hmm. That's what worries me. But on the flip side, I do think like last week Purdy was able to like evade, keep plays alive, shake attack on, keep it moving against the Seahawks front seven, which we've talked about. That's where they're looking to upgrade this offseason. I don't know if Micah Parsons is letting them shake loose. I don't know if I did Demarcus Lawrence, I guess questionable, whatever, but I if you questionable this late, I imagine you play. So I'm figuring he plays. Right. I think I'm going with you, McMahon. I got it like 21-17. I do think we see the under like a low score, and it'll be a purdy strip sack or something like they're just trying to come back and that they Michael Parsons pins his ears back 
because again, yeah, twelve win to thirteen win team, and Dak was out of like Cooper Rush was cooking, but if Dak was just like in his full flow, I don't know how many wins they would have finished up with. So this is ultimately almost even, and I think this is probably where the purge shows a little. Like again, he maybe tries to evade a play he shouldn't. Puts one up for grab, tries to shake out, and gets the ball stripped. I'll go 21 17. Did the Cowboys uh, attempt an extra point, though? Yeah. I saw they signed a kicker. They were like, we just need to see how he looks on Thursday and Friday. I said, that, yeah, that'll help you Sunday. That's not gonna, yeah, it's not going to help yeah. at all. Clearly, it's like Meyer, in his head. <laughs> Brett Meyer looks great on Wednesday, I bet. Good guy, so, CD. I was picking him up on the sideline. I like that that <laughs> footage makes its way to the internet. Not propaganda at all. Uh, but wasn't there also CD footage Lamb. of Dak yelling, go for fucking two? <laughs> there was that, yes. Uh, uh, the Cowboys have also kind of changed the, the backfield a little bit, like very slowly, like one carry a week they've been mm. changing. And mm. I feel like that... That could make a difference. You know what I mean? Like if they just ride the, the better running back, uh, hmm. it's a great game for running back. This is this is 90s football here. Down to the teams. Cowboys 49ers. Like this is Beautiful as classic as it too. gets. Could be a great jersey game. And an Eagles Cowboys <laughs> looming on the horizon. Or What's Giants it? Cowboys. <laughs> The NFC East Bowl. Nikki said, and that's what gives me pause too, picking Mike McCarthy. But I think Josh said it. He was like, it is Mike McCarthy, but this is going to be Kyle Shanahan versus uh, Dan Quinn, essentially. And again, Shanahan's great, but Dan Dan Quinn's an amazing defensive coordinator. And if if Dan Quinn is like, you you blew my Super Bowl, boy, like you, (laughs) it was you. I'm getting my revenge. We're pulling out all the stops. I'm dropping Michael Parsons back. This is the Trayvon Diggs six sack. (laughs) <laughs> so i'm i'll go dallas just barely but yeah i feel like this is the like lowest scoring but this is the game of the weekend with wowzers i believe the people the people are overwhelming I I, that ai analysis at the start got the people going they real locked <laughs> in their votes <laughs> 80 percent for the 49ers 19 for the cowboys we also i'm just Hasn't happened yet. I haven't seen Kyle Shanahan blow a crazy lead yet. It's around that season. Is this 49ers go up 13 zip? And he's like, man, I've blown much bigger leads than that. We're good. <laughs> We're Gucci, dog. Like, yeah, they Matt Ryan's out doing the coin toss. Arthur Blank is in 80 to 20. I'm, I am a little surprised by that. I thought it'd be a little bit more Cowboys, at, like a 12 win team. For all this I hear about seventh round rookie and he's more accurate and more poised than Dak Prescott from what the graphics tell me. I think I'm more surprised that this is the game that has the largest gap. Like Chiefs Jags was closer than this. That's <laughs> yeah. That's the show. And Eagle, the like the Eagles are playing a negative point differential team. I don't care how many times they've the reason they're in a negative point differential is because of the Eagles. It's <laughs> whooping them real good. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a huge reason why. And that was uh closer than this. Yeah, the people are Locked in. It, it's like, I think San Francisco's the better team, but we've seen the better team don't always win, like Ole said. So, we got our games picked. We got some... Y'all trying to do a little drafting? Yes. A little drafting for the weekend? Uh, me and Connor cleaned up last week. It'd probably be me and 
who this week? I see I'm in here, Jam's in here, Scoob's in here. Oh, Dean's in. We get to take Dean's money. Yeah, okay. Dean wants to battle us. Ooh. Yeah, listen. Okay, while the draft, no, I do got to give a shout out to Dean, man. All the shorts that come out, that's Dean's work. So we are very thankful for him. We're going to take his money right now. Also, but Dean can draft, but I can't. The fuck is this? <laughs> listen. Unless it's too Dean, I don't give his full government, but uh, <laughs> no, that he he's been in there for a while. Dean's been waiting. I saw I saw Dean that. Ready? Like, <laughs> that, that cannot be Dean. Yeah. <laughs> um. Either way, Steel's in here. Eric's in here. I'm picking third. Scoob Jam and Dean Fake Dean is wrapping up. Uh, the Kobe Dean. Okay. Yeah. He's like, listen, we're, I'm drafting all Eagles, buddy. Yeah, uh, and dogs. Uh, first pick. So McCaffrey's projected to go number one. I'm, I want Kelsey. I just don't think he's going to be there. You're only picking Hurt. three. He definitely could have been there. <laughs> I don't, I, listen, I don't know. I did a couple practice drafts, and Kelsey goes early. So that's why I'm hesitant. Also glad to see Eric Simon got in the draft. He was asking if we'd be drafting earlier, so he got in. Good to see. We're Good here. See. Thank you for donating your money, Eric. Uh, <laughs> Steel is on the clock. Let's go here. Chase is third. Uh, Hertz projected to have the most points. Josh Allen projected to have the second most points. So McCaffrey's off the board. Eric, who you got? See? See? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Kelsey, too. McMahon, where you lean? Where, 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 where do I go chase without or do Kelsey, I try to get a quarter? Hmm? Yeah, without Kelsey, I think you go Bengals stack if you truly believe they're gonna win. Or unless you want to go the AJ Brown. Was, uh, hey, don't tell him stack. about that stack. Don't tell him about that. I, <laughs> I would pick one of those stacks. Yeah. Hey, hey Jalen. Damn it. Had a week off. He's healthy. Scoob's on the clock. Oh, Scoob mm. leaning in. Normally he leaned back. Scoob got to lean uh, in. Uh, <laughs> Hawkinson, he's not even playing. No. <laughs> How did you get Vucevic in here? Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen's off the board. Jam. Who you got? Old Patrick Mahomes. Way to go out on a limb, Jam. I wanted him. I didn't, couldn't even get him. Now, fake Dean back on the clock. <sighs> Dean Imitator is back on the clock. Dean has no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> he definitely joined on accident. Uh, <laughs> he left. <laughs> he definitely. Yeah. He's just going man, chalk. We have a chalk robot here. <laughs> Damn, I should have texted. Hey, man, put some bad players up uh, on your chat before, uh, up in your queue first. Um, well, Saquon's going next, so chalk. Uh, let me start planning these next picks. Looks like a run of receivers. Diggs, AJ Brown, Debo, CD, Devon. How would you rank those, Coley? Diggs, Brown, Debo, CD, Devontae. If I think the Cowboys are going to win, uh, I would not lean CD. I would go with the stack of AJ, but I would have CD right behind them. Debo's off the board. Diggs is off the board. I will go with the stack. stack I is just there for you. We it was. It I was. Them. Diggs is a good pick, but I feel good with the stack. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Eric's on the board. 
Still CD, Devontae. No longer CD. Wait, there's some, there's some good tight ends left. Scoob, if you wanted to take a... Mark Andrews. Uh... <laughs> oh, fuck off. What? Goddamn twins. Uh-oh. We get a breaking news? Yeah, uh, Luis Arise traded for Pablo Lopez. Uh, I do not know. I mean, Arise is young enough, but and the the Marlins have plenty of of arms to deal from. I'm shocked the Twins. I guess they're going to play Royce Lewis at second since Correa is there. Uh, considering <laughs> how injured he is, and multiple teams refusing. <laughs> is to sign he there? Him. I, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I would be trading my middle infield depth quite yet, but. It's a pretty even trade for both sides. Uh, infuriating for a team, a fan of a team that was trying to trade for Pablo Lopez all offseason. ETN's looking at me, but I do think it might be four touchdown Gabe Davis season. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I think it might be time. This is going to be him and Eli Apple and Collinsworth's going to be like, they have to get him help over the top. I can hear it now. So... Yeah, passing reported, right? Like this is official deal, not not rumors. According yeah. to the chat, I'm yeah. doing a lot. Rise of DH. He's really good though, like getting the bat on the ball, like one of the best, I think, right? He had the batting title. Yeah, yeah. Trade news. All-star second baseman Luis Arise is going to Miami for Pablo Lopez. Deal is done. Players are being informed right now by me, Jeff Passan. Uh, hey. more, <laughs> more involved. <laughs> Oh, more players are involved. Okay. okay. Wait, so what's what position does Lopez play? Pitcher. Starting pitcher. Gotcha. Is he an all-star or he's not an all-star? Not an all-star. He's good, though. He's a really good pitcher. Um, could be your number two, number three. Uh, like, he, he wouldn't get moved to bullpen in the playoffs. What's, uh, I'm just, like, years of control. Has either of these guys been paid yet? No, I'm pretty sure they're both in a pretty similar position when it comes to to control. Arise is younger than I thought he was because the Twins made it known the other day he was he was available. Um, always a good strategy, but yeah, <laughs> and young, he's available and young. He will move uh, for money. Jam took Tony Pollard back to back running, but oh, I like that pick, school. I mean, he hasn't gone off in a while, so he's due. He hasn't, but I fear that you guys left me Isaiah Pacheco. Mm. I think they're going to be running out the clock a lot. He I does the running, it. McKinnon does the passing, and or the catching, and Mahomes does the passing. Joey B still on the board. Still got two, Eric got one. So it's Lopez and two prospects, they're saying, for a rise, which, considering people were trying to trade a lot for Lopez, um, kind of strange. Yeah, I got to get on the show and see whose potential is what and what kind of... Uh, that, that's how I make my determination, man. Would I fill out my bullpen with you? That's surprising. Ew. Yeah, so was it like you said that he was available, but was it was Lopez also available, or Lopez was the one? Oh yeah, I mean the Marlins were have been trying to trade a pitcher pretty much all 
offseason they have such a glut of starting pitching they think it's bad to have that many good starting pitchers so they were trying to part with they still might be trying to trade pitchers on the marlins need a lot you understand and they just traded, they, they just tried they just traded two prospects as well so that's uh i still feel like they might be moving i know they want an outfielder too uh a little alex verdugo maybe i heard they were interested in trevor story I fucking wish. <laughs> I like Dawson Knox there, Scoob. You talk about a guy who comes alive in the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh, tight end, tight end, tight end. I went Evan Ingram because after why finding out he's Ingram, on a one-year deal. Why is he projected to have so many more points than all the other tight ends? Did Jacksonville only throw to tight ends? Yeah, that was weird. I don't know why that was. We'll see. I hope he. they know something we don't. We find out Christian Kirk broke his leg or something. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Goddard's a good pick. Otto Dean is on the clock. Do I take uh, Juju or Kadarius Tony or Valdez Scantling? If you're asking me, I would take Cole Beasley if I were you, Jim. <laughs> I think this is the game. He they were looking his way. I touched that last week. Five, yeah, five targets. He caught a touchdown. Like I, I mean, I'm selling you junk, but there's something to it. <laughs> it's a lemon, but it'll get you home. <laughs> Fake Dean is taking Juju, I would imagine. If he can. No. Uh-oh. He needs a quarterback. Yeah, no, he got the purd is what he got. Wow. Now, who you going, Packer? Yes, I'm only going Juju because he's the highest ranked. I have no idea. I think that's a smart Ooh. play. Valdez Scantling is... That, lighting money on fire that's when i was like i might be able to get him to take beasley once you said MVP. <laughs> well you got school oh school got a little scratch uh <laughs> he went cardarius i will take give me some isaiah hodgins i feel like i've seen every analyst is like isaiah hodgins is the best receiver in the league this week i'm sure he has no catches no targets no nothing <laughs> this week but if i i will go down yelling at uh hayden winks and mina kimes with my team Eric's on the clock and still to close this out. Uh, I took to Tony because they keep giving him those runs in the red zone, so yeah. might as well. Very. If he steals a Pacheco touchdown scoop. Oh, I'll be tweeting you right away. You'll know. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> you'll uh, know. You'll, you'll know. find out. You'll be, in, you'll be informed. <laughs> now, now, now look at this. Uh, Otto Dean is projected to clean us up. Absolutely <laughs> smoke us. 99 points. And the next closest is, I mean, yours truly, 88. Uh, but he's projected to just blow us out of the water. Wow. 20 more points than Scoob. Hey, you didn't have to say that, Jam. You didn't have to say uh, that Scoob was bringing up the rear here. I didn't he have to dead say last. it, but I, I chose to. You did. Scoob, tell us who your stinky team is, man. Get Jam off your back. I got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and my, my dear friend T. Higgins once again. Miles Sanders, <laughs> Dawson Knox, and Kadarius Toney. A lot, of, a lot of upside. A lot of upside potential. I can't uh, quit T. Higgins. It's every week. Every week with this guy. I mean, he's a it's very been a strong big... name. You can't you can't not draft T. Higgins when he's on the board. It's true. I feel like he's been waiting to play this game in particular too. So I I don't think that's a crazy pick. Uh, Jam, who'd you end up with? I got Mahomes, Etn, Tony Pollard, Debo, Juju, and Dallas Godert. Godert. I don't know. Big tight end. Philip Godert. Yeah. Yeah, nobody took Boston. We talked all that about touchdown Boston, and nobody. Uh, hmm. 
I ended. I got Jalen Hurts, Isaiah Pacheco, AJ Brown, Gabe Davis, Isaiah Hodgins, Evan Ingram, and I got. If my team clicks, I win this by 150 points. Yeah. If they yeah, don't, if my I only team come in second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, so I think I got the highest upside here. Uh, what'd you if say, my Cole? players perform you well for all these teams. Nah, not Scoobs. Sorry, Scoobs. Um, <laughs> Although we were talking about uh, wide receivers potentially available this offseason. The Bengals have kind of floated that T. Higgins, maybe. They just won't be able to pay everybody. If the Patriots are going to be trading a first for a wide receiver, I'd probably go T. Higgins over DeAndre Hopkins. For sure. I yeah. I don't. I was trying to find Justin uh, Fields some receivers. So, like a T. Higgins no, or Ayuk. Those... Yeah, he's good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the. Would you rather have him or Ayuk? I'd rather have T. I'm done with Arizona State receivers, personally. Yeah, I feel, like I watch IU and he's like good, good and has gotten better, but then I've seen people saying like, no, he's like waiting. He's a number one in clear sight. And it's like I don't know if I see that. Like I think he's like very talented. I don't know if you could go wrong. School who you Higgins or I or IU? Who would you? And I'm making them my number one. If you were looking to make them your number one, assume that the the trade's the same and contract is same or similar. I think I would go with T. Higgins just because I think he's larger, you know, more of a red zone target. Uh, I think both of those guys are better suited being number twos for teams and then letting a, a burner or faster guy be the number one, you know, taking some attention away from them. Uh, like Debo yeah, does disagree. with Ayuk and Chase does with Higgins. I think it opens up more for them that way. And I guess that's my concern with IU. Everybody getting one-on-one matchups in San Like, is IU even their two? Is he their three right now? With the t- like, Kittle gets work, McCaffrey gets work, Debo gets work. So he's cooking. I just feel like I maybe I've seen T. Higgins do it more. Uh, mm-hmm. Scoop's dear friend. My dear friend. My best friend, even. Your BFF. If I, if I get Higgins on my team, T. Higgins, I'm signing another Higgins. Just so on the back of T. Higgins jersey, it says letter T. Dot Higgins. On the ba- Homer J. Simpson principle, I think that's a uh, guaranteed success. Well, I think he'd have to go the other way, go full. Uh, full I got to get a jersey. Isaiah Thomas. When Isaiah Thomas used to have his Detroit Isaiah, would have Isaiah and Thomas <laughs> on the back. And it's like, I don't think, there, I don't know if there's any other Thomases or I Thomases. <laughs> on the- He's like, I want him to know it's me. There's going to be a short guy in the future that I, I don't want to be uh, confused with. I t- that's right, Steel. I'll take it again. Um, that'll do it for us this week, boys. We are thankful to Chad, to Brother Roby, to YC, to Jam Packer, to the McMahon, to school for pushing our buttons. If everybody could, give us a thumbs up on the way out. Subscribe. Join us in chat. You have a good weekend. Enjoy these games. And we'll catch you Monday. <laughs>